Welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 40, Part 1, Meat Lawyer. Are you going to elaborate at all, Roman? What is there to elaborate on? Are you on? going to... Everything you need to know about book. that. Those are two slightly different... <laughs> you say read Don't the book. you know? <laughs> Which book? Read the book, all you coward. The book about Dracula the Headless Horseman. Jesus Christ, how much do we have to go over this? A few more times, please. Nope. What were you... You were talking about pumpkins. How does... Yeah, I, I was talking about pumpkin beers, specifically a pumpkin imperial stout. So I was like, all right, talking for for some reason, I was like, all right, stouts are dark. So villains or monsters. Dracula the Headless it Horseman. Was, yeah. And and imperial would imply some kind of empire and or royalty. Okay. That's pretty Dracula monstrous. And pumpkin equals uh, the Headless Horseman. So just smash See, them just all together. See, I just kind of keep going them. and going and going. Doug, this is why you don't want to be inside my head for any length of time. I, I did tell you that we, we explained enough, and now we, now you've got more answers, what and does, you're more confused on, and more what upset. What does the headless horseman have to do with pumpkins? He has, a, right, pumpkin he has a pumpkin head. Yeah, yeah, he has a head head. No, yeah, he that, how does he have a head head if he's the headless horseman? Think a little he's, bit. He's, he's holding he's it. Right. He's he based on a dull head. head. It's just not attached. He's, he's, generally speaking, he's based on and a dull head. Right. Yeah, but in in a ah, lot of the headless different, horseman has a head head. Yeah, in a lot of different pop culture, it's like, oh look, he lost his head. Give and you now a head, head. jack o' lantern. I feel like all of that was based on that one cartoon from like forty years ago <laughs> oh, that fuck. everyone <laughs> saw in their childhood. Yeah, probably. It's like, how do we make this scary? Where he's not actually throwing a severed head at Ichabod Crane. I know, we'll make it a pumpkin. Yeah, a instead of Christopher pumpkin. Walken. It, yes. Nate, have you not okay. seen Sleepy Hollow? Go watch Sleepy no, Hollow. I'm not. Oh, jeez, is that? Go watch it. It is Christopher uh... Walken as the Headless Horseman. I don't know if I'm ready for that. There's no getting ready for that. Yeah, there's just throwing yourself into those very sharp, pointy teeth and enjoying it, I guess. The you know sharp, pointy teeth of Dracula the Headless Horseman? <laughs> as played by Christopher Walken, exactly. <laughs> and welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels. That is the cold opening I was hoping for. And if you want to combine the two characters, you got to combine the two actors. It's Christopher Lee Walken. Ooh, fuck! <laughs> no, we're done with this. We're moving on. Can we? No, I don't, no. Better suggestion. Can we see Draco portrayed by Christopher Walken? I would watch that movie. Yeah, that's everyone would. That's how you make all. Welcome the Welcome to my castle. Please come in. <laughs> Listen to the children of the night. What beautiful music they make. <laughs> I want to see him dancing around his castle to uh, Weapon of Choice by Fatboy Slim. Oh, fuck. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, hey, this is this is a podcast. No, oh, is it? Oh, I'm so nervous. This is my first time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bully me. This is my first podcast. This, I, hi, this, I'm, I'm your host, Doug, and this is the first time I've recorded a podcast, so don't beat me in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Get to the point. Someone's screaming at their car stereo right now. I can't hear you. This is pre-recorded, you idiot. <laughs> so, okay. It's a, yeah, okay. Are there actually comments? Like, do people have any way of leaving comments on our... No, they can, but no one ever leaves comments. I get, like, one every dozen 
episodes, maybe. Everyone just goes to the Discord and yells at us. Where do they Yeah. Go? Okay, I, I just, I just on, want to know Pod where Bean. I can read the mean, the mean comments. On Podbean. Okay. Yeah. Podbean. There's been a Pod couple Bean. really nice ones saying like, they really appreciate Best Laid Plans. That's uh, disappointing. I want some really yes, mean Yes, the only shit. one that they, they, they like, hey, I like this. It's literally the only format people like. You, don't, you haven't made it until people are giving you death threats. I know, right? And, and that's I wait for them. Yeah, and, and that's my thing. We need to do more best laid plans so we can get death threats on them of like, hey, you played this entirely wrong and yet somehow still like it won. What the Shut hell is wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 I am waiting with beta breath for those death threats and we're like, haha, I'm a millennial, I'm into that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you, I'm into that shit. Yes, we oh, all have no. the keyword millennial and therefore nihilism. Welcome to the Malifaux Burns recording. Ooh, uh, what nihilism? Yeah, basically, we are going to go through the book, the back part of the book, the the crunchy. Look at these cards. Look what they do. Look at this pretty art part of the book. And we're going to give like first thoughts, fun stuff. We're just going to talk about it. We're not going to go into huge in depth knowledge about these masters because we only know like a handful each, and um, that's probably some other podcast's job to do that. Harlefo looking at you. <laughs> I love their shit. Okay. Top of the key. Very first model in this book. Charles Hoffman, inventor. His harness keeps getting bigger. Uh-huh. He's <laughs> basically a 40k model at this point. Needs bigger that's pauldrons, but yes. I was going to say, he's got some serious time. pauldrons. He's getting there. Uh-huh. Well, ne- the just... next version will be his, like, they'll, they'll put him on an 80. He'll be the first 80 mil in hmm. Malifaux, and he'll be the Grey Knight's baby carrier. Yeah, that Dread Knight? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I figure it'll be um, dual, dual with the, the other side, and he'll be a Titan for the guild. Ooh, yay. Perfect. There first guild Titan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because his leg doesn't work doesn't mean he can't commit war crimes. Alright. I want I want that electricity. If anyone owns that model and doesn't like the electricity that comes with it, uh send it to me, please, because I have a purpose for it. But okay, yeah, no, he his shtick is that now he's less of a healer and more of a control piece, a beater, dealing a lot more damage. Overall lets the crew spread out more than he did before. Yeah, we can't go into too much detail. Like, my one concern is that he puts out these markers called pylons, and do we do we go into any detail with the ones that are already covered by other podcasts? Eh, fuck it, we, we haven't given a reaction yet, so. Um, the pylons are a thing, and they're impassable, and they're not destructible, so you need, you probably need, very much need, some marker removal if you want to score any points against him in, I forgot the name of the strategy, my bad. Uh, fucking up. Not turf. Lay lines. No. Capture the flag one. Symbols. God. Symbols of authority. That's the Symbols one. of authority. Yeah, there we go. Because he can just wall off his symbols with pylons and terrain. Yeah, ass- assuming you have terrain on the board, mm-hmm. you could pretty quickly box in most of your markers. I mean, that's also something to, to watch out for in the other two, which is going to be easier for him to set up in symbols because he can decide where the, the markers, where the turf, not turf, mm-hmm. where the symbol markers actually go. Yeah. But I'm not saying like that, that would definitely be a, a problem to come up with or to, to run up to and not expect it. But I think if you're expecting it and if you bring marker removal, 
he only starts off with like four of these and yeah, he can make more, but if he's dirtling around in his backfield to make more of the pylons, which takes a little bit of setup, like sure, go for it. I'll be scoring other things. I don't think he does. Is he a dirtler? I don't think this version of him is a dirtle dirtler zero dirtle, sir. Dirtling in that he has to stick in the back line to put up more pylons, which is a once per turn action. Mm-hmm. And he can put up a couple of them, but it's only a... He's only moving his move during it, which is only five inches, which is closer than any of the symbols can be. So if he wants to like fully block off, unless he really just has a perfect V to just sit his symbol in and then put one marker in front of it and has four of those... It's probably going to take more than one pylon to fully block off anything. That's all. I'm, I'm not suggesting that he blocks off all of them, but even if he blocks off two, those are those are now two that your opponent can't score, and it makes it easier to defend the ones that your opponent could score with yeah. vicious murder robots. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a problem. I'm just saying that was one of the things that came up. I was like, hey, this could possibly be an issue. Honestly, I think the simplest solution is that, like, the begin the the bit at deployment thing, just make sure that they can't be placed within like three inches of any other marker. Mm-hmm. Voila. Yep. Then then he has to put like a lot of effort into either moving them or generating new ones to block stuff off. I think that really solves it. But good god, that construction claw! I don't know if anyone's complaining about it, but that excites me and terrifies me. Dude is. Moving you six inches if he wants to. Yeah, he's a 50 millimeter base, two inch reach. If he just yeets you to the other side of him, that is six inches. Obscene. Oh, I mi- I misread that. Yeah, that's... Yep. What? He's really far. So suddenly, uh, uh, Karis and Zip are both kind of concerned. They're like, wait a second, he can do that to flying people, too. <laughs> he's a toss. That's not fair. I think even, like, Up We Go is, like, three inches from where the model is. From the model, yeah. That's not half the distance. Yeah. Good God. I mean, admittedly, you could just throw them and then throw them again, but that's two AP versus one. But, yeah, I I like this. But, yeah, yeah. we can't spend the nearly as much time as we just did. Okay, the reason behind this, I'm an Arcanist player, and we've been, I studied this character a decent amount, so that's that's why I know a little bit more about him. I've also gotten spanked. By him. Anyways, Lucius Matheson, <laughs> dishonorable. Dude is supposed to be a dishonorable, but he still looks fucking impeccable. I mean, oh, yeah. naturally. Would he you never, expect anything less? not be. Yeah, he's it's dishonorable, not fashionless. <laughs> <laughs> dishonorable, not disrobed. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that's Ooh. so much fan. <laughs> Title three. Uh, weird if you're listening. <laughs> I uh... Weird, please don't listen to that. No. Whenever you come up, talking to you, Kyle. Five millimeter iconic Lucius, just you know, pulling the the copper tone baby look, getting into the bath. Uh, oh, it'll be it, it'll be the iconic version of him getting the art done of him, but like, uh, yeah, that kind uh, of art. Yep, paint me like one of your French mimics. Oh. Yeah, okay, this is Stabby Lucius. He 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 got the claws and do the stab. And I just he realized teleported. that he's wearing a mask over his mask. Yeah. Yeah. He's he won't you won't recognize him behind his mask if he does the little face hide thing. <laughs> the, the double yeah, mask. He's, he's pulling <laughs> forward. The, the tuck up. Mm-hmm. He's being COVID safe. <laughs> exactly. He could be any fabulous lawyer, you don't know. 
Yep. Uh, <laughs> any other comments on Lucius? Otherwise, moving on. Uh, I love that he has that that he is uh, one upping Seamus and oh, just yeah. being like, "Oh, you can secret passage. I can do that too. But I can do that in a way that lets me put out scheme marker a scheme marker return for free and uh, builds in a suit whenever I attack people at the other end." <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. Seamus has to monologue before he guns people down. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Facts. Seamus is too busy letting everyone know that it's him, whereas Lucius is <laughs> it's doing me. the opposite. Yeah. It's, <laughs> not, it's not me. me. <laughs> Lucius is getting shit done. No, I'm that other lawyer. <laughs> painted blood. Lucius was here. Matheson. Also painted in blood. <laughs> Lucius definitely wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you imagine Lucius doing graffiti? Ah, <laughs> uh, he's just stabbing your dad. He's like, oh, thank goodness, because Lucius would be. This is such a horrible killing job, and I know Lucius would be better at it than you. <laughs> You're obviously not Lucius. That guy's so cool. Just, just, just piss him off while I'm dying. That's, I'm uh, okay with that. I'm okay with that. Next, next, next. Perdita Ortega, Nephilim Hunter. Neverborn Hunter, first off. Second off, what was she doing <laughs> before this? Because I thought that was her job in the first place. Babysitting the rest of the family. Yeah. Okay. Perdita Ortega, Extreme Babysitter, Title Three. Let's go. <laughs> Baby also, oh, <laughs> oh no. Victoria's over in the corner listening in on us, so and she's getting everything out of context too. So <laughs> very good. Even better. That's the best way to listen to us. <laughs> right. Lord. Uh this. Oh, I fucking love this one. Oh, yeah, me this too. Is, this is probably my most, ex- my most excited card out of out of the guild because I want to say it fixes her, but gives her a lot to work with and makes her other card better because your opponent can't tech against it as well because they don't know what you're bringing, and you can still bring the other card. She isn't the other card isn't completely useless or useless for that matter. It's just a bit more shooty as opposed to summoning. She can summon. Yeah, and, and utility with the upgrades. Oh, yeah. Pistoleros will be put on the table. And turned into monster hunters. And then turned into... <laughs> yeah, sorry. Maybe turned into death marshals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when the death marshals kill something, they'll be turned back into monster hunters. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the recruit, the freaking recruiter train is so silly. That's a, <laughs> please, Mr. Tega, stop. <laughs> Just let me die. Or live, or one of those two things, not both at the same time. Who knew Perdita was the best necromancer in Just She can actually bring people back to life from undeath. Just hides in the pine box. Not again, please. (laughs) I don't want to come back. Hey, where did that death marshal go? Where did that death marshal go? There's just this coffin over here. It pops up and you see the little feet underneath it scuttling around. Uh. (laughs) You You know what it is? Because it's not actually her that, that brings people back from, from dead. It's the death marshal recruiter that she hires. So she had one of them over to the ranch for dinner. He had some of the uh, black blood hot sauce, and that is so hot that it, it puts hair on your chest. But to have hair on your chest and have that grow, you have to be alive. So by necessity of how hot sauce works. I'm just saying it's, it just it's her upgrade death. that resurrects them from death marshal back yeah. to monster hunter. Ah, okay. So she can actually bring so. unlife back to full life. <laughs> Just casually. I'm still blaming the hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the hot sauce. It's the circle. Can I, can I clarify this that. for anyone who doesn't understand what we're talking about? Yeah, go ahead and clarify real quick. Okay. So if you bring a Death Marshal recruiter into this crew, Perdita summons Pistolero. Pistolero has a summon upgrade, 
which notably you don't lose summon upgrades when you replace into something that says if they kill something, they turn into a monster hunter. If your pistol arrow and or monster hunter dies, you can ditch a, uh, discard a card and the, the death marshal recruiter turns them into a death marshal. Death Marshal still has the upgrade that Perdita gave them, so if the Death Marshal kills something, he can then transform into a Monster Hunter, and that can just keep happening. That's amazing. <laughs> so oh my god, dumb, I love it. I'll be interested to see after that's been out a while to see if it is easily cheesable enough to where Weird changes it. Otherwise, I think that's hilarious. Yeah, I think I think Death Marshals are soft enough that like once the Death Marshal pops up, you just kind of have to go for it and kill it. Because uh, yeah. then it'll stay dead. You can't bring the death marshal back. Yeah. Um, but time will tell. I feel like you're going to have the pistolero on the board for like all of five seconds because it's not that hard to manufacture a kill using the pistolero with Perdita. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So just going to yeah. immediately Especially get a Especially when those upgrades make them better. Uh-huh. Okay. Next up, Dashiell Barker, Butcher. He's got two axes this time. Yeah. <laughs> with his, yep, He's going to ask you a couple questions. His cleavers that are bigger than uh, Killjoy's huge cleavers. Are... Yep. I mm, yeah, that, 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 mild, like, <laughs> strictly on a fluff perspective, the fact mild that there's, there is one point of damage difference between a cleaver and a massive cleaver. Well, and, and the range, though. Dashiell's got two inches on his cleaver. Killjoy has one inch on his huge cleaver. Killjoy's got the tiny baby arms. <laughs> or some excuse. Also, like, he's got two axes. Normally when, when a model has two of a weapon, it gets that positive built yeah. in. It's weird to me that he's not getting that. He's not that good with them. Not that he needs <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, min three, stat it, six saying. with positive. That's no, no. Make it a stat five with no, a built-in no positive. Bueno. I don't think anyone wants that, though. I'm just saying. I feel like he just, axes? I feel like he gets excited and just forgets carries, about the other one. Yeah, he he forgets about the other one until he like throws one of them, and then he's like, "Oh wait, I have this other one." Great. One of them is his cheering axe. Ah, there it is. And the other one is just it's those are axes. Those aren't cleavers. Weird. You know, do we have to have a talk about weapons? You know, the real problem is the reason it's two inch reach is they were supposed to be cleaver chucks, but they didn't want to model ah. the chain. God. Okay, first of all, that would be amazing. <laughs> so I'm going to have to put a chain on mine when I get him. Yep, going to yeah. have to do the same thing. <laughs> Kung Fu Barker. Excuse me, what, Mr. Barker? What is that? <laughs> These are my paper Crouching Tiger Hidden Barker. <laughs> what? Yeah. Crouching Barker, Hidden Cleaver. But okay, this this version of Dashiell uh, ditches the summoning Fu. for... Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of murder. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah, this is... Original card is the safe bet, and this is the riskier, high-risk, high-reward version of him. Because if you don't protect him, he's just going to die, and then you're boned. I mean, he'll probably be fairly sturdy. I mean, you have leadline coat, so he's going to have armor 1, hard to woo, defense 6, 13. That's nothing to sneeze at. What I more meant is that the rest of his crew is relatively squishy, so you need him up front taking the yeah. hits, and if he goes down too early, he's you're you're, you're screwed yeah. in that in that yeah. regard. But he'll probably take a lot of the enemy with him. Yep, it, quite possibly. But yes, the summoning version is a lot safer, and a lot of the dying is going to be done by not him. Yeah, so as that. I kind of wish they'd give him a slightly different outfit, but... Yeah, he is very, is. very similar to current outfit. Yeah. But he just got uh, that coat. He wants to show it off. See, I'm not the biggest 
weird simp out there because I'm willing to chastise them for things they've done wrong. And I feel like some of these new models could use a little more zazz. Barker's Barker's pretty good because he's still like swinging the two, two double axes, but like as far as I just want them to be like as distinct from their other version as possible. Yeah, that's yeah. that's my reasoning. Moving on, Nellie Cochran, Voice of Disorder. Is she starting a cult? She's continuing uh, she's, a cult. She's, she's joining. She, she's franchising. She's spreading a cult. literature. She's, she's, yeah. <laughs> Franchising a cult. So, uh, as the name suggests, uh, Malahu is on fire due to the Burning Man getting hoovered up through a hole in the ocean over to Malifaux. And uh, bad, all, all the bad things happen. And Nelly, because she's dumb, decides to read the no, the don't read book. The uncensored version. Yeah, not the uncensored version. <laughs> the real version. I get the impression that people, most people in Malifaux don't know about the book. Because it all happens on Earth, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's written and produced on Earth, and no copies have actually been on Malifaux up to this point. Yeah, and, and you, you, know, and you well. know as soon as it became known, like, the Guild was like, we're not going to talk about this, because that's just going to make people look for it. So, yeah, I guarantee you that's that's a good call, Eli. Like, I mean, like, oh, interesting book. I fully disagree, because Nellie Cochran is in the propaganda department, and someone had to go over there and be like, you can't actually talk about this book, man. <laughs> You're not allowed to, because she would, she would fucking find out and want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't know. Based on this sculpt, she might have just dropped her glasses and be like, I'm sorry, I can't see you without my glasses. The glasses and she I'm has not... on her face in, <laughs> yeah. in the art. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't know how much modding it would take to make give her the uh, the Velma Dinkley outfit, but thank you for that. I mean, it's it's going there. It's got the skirt. I was going to say, you're not far off. Like, you just go with colors. Yeah, no, color no. good. They might have just been like, well, that's not a bad idea, so we're kind of just the, the sculpt for We'll take credit for that one. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. That is that is the face of sanity, folks. <laughs> yep. How does, he pl- how does she play different? Oh, Look, she's just smiling more. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's got some movement. She's got shockwaves. Distracted. Yeah. <laughs> playing with that. Different ways of putting out distracted. And utilizing uh, it. <laughs> more playing with okay. a, multiple different conditions based on spread the word, looks like. Yeah, okay, now I remember it. I think it's it's more of a focus on distracted that whereas original Nelly was just to be as annoying as possible with as many conditions as possible. Okay. Maybe a bit more damage focused or not. Something. Okay, someone will talk about it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry for out there hoping that we have in-depth knowledge of every single one of these masters. I'm sorry. Yeah, that is that is not the case. These are quick takes, if anything. These are quick coverage of, of maybe if what their playstyle difference is, and if we know of a gotcha, watch out for it. She screams at people now. Wait, she probably already did. <laughs> she preaches to people. Mm, that's the case. From screeching to preaching. Yes. Screeching yeah, to preaching. Okay, Lady Justice, death, death touch. She's she's touched by the death. This sculpt, I am insanely excited for. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We saw, like, a beta version of it a couple Gen Cons ago. Or so, no, it wasn't a Gen Con. It was some sort of expo, I think. Or yeah. Think shooting was, uh, a zombie. Yeah. But, yeah. S- stabbing a zombie. I don't Maybe her regular angry outfit, perhaps. Mm-hmm. It's still but Guild Yeah, no, this is, this, this is still, like, way different enough for you to make it. Obvious. Also, forty mil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lady Justice. Now she's summoning. She's she's a terrain master. Yep. Dropping terrain. coffins, popping popping Dro- coffins all over the place. Dropping big ass coffins, fifty millimeter mm-hmm. coffin markers. 
and then shoving people into said coffin. She she's like, hey, you know what? There's this there's this thing that Death Marshal do where they shove people into boxes, and people aren't shoving people into boxes enough. So you know what? We're gonna make Lady Justice all about shoving people into boxes. Well, I, I really like that. I think you're gonna see more Death Marshal boxing play because she's allowing her own Death Marshals to place these markers, and that is extending their range with their coffin. So suddenly they have a, a much larger charge range with their coffin and it leaves them with a coffin to hide behind which because of her they can move through so I, suddenly we have a a version of the marshal crew that isn't getting like shot off the board before they get to where they want to go because they're burying you and creating their own cover i'm i'm pretty jazzed about this and i'm mm. not normally jazzed about guild things i feel dirty well okay move on to sonia crid oh the war Unmasked. criminal yeah, the yep. war criminal. Now with more more, more war crimes, more war crimes. only because that she got back keeps going up. She got back from the war and she just got a whole bunch of medals for all of her war crimes, probably. And like, hey, <laughs> guess what? The war came home, so she's going to commit even more war crimes, just, folks. I love to hate this character. If it wasn't obvious, no, it's wonderful. Yep. She's great. She's great. I've at been being the worst. She, she's the one fire mage that isn't affected by the Burning Man, as far as we can tell. So I'm just looking at her as like everybody else is taken in by this charismatic, fiery personality on the block. And she's like, nah, I've dated this guy already. Yeah, Screw I was, him. I was gonna say that's her. That's her awkward ex. Like she doesn't want anything to do with that yeah. anymore. She's been that path. Yep. She has a sword, but no stat for a sword. I'm sorry. I yep. No. I can't accept this. <laughs> that's that's why it's in the sheath. It's her yep. it's her magical instrument. Like she just siphons power from it. It's not an actual sword. She she pulls it from 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 the sheath, and instead of it being a sword, it's even more fire. <laughs> it's a magic wand. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long, sharp metal magic wand <laughs> from which from which she casts. Fuck you! Here's some fire. Mm-hmm. Also, stab. also confiscate your lore. Which yes. I think if there is a gotcha to watch out for, as much as this is a gotcha. Uh, it is this action, uh, just because it's going to allow her to go, oh, look, at the next five cards of your deck, what don't I want to see during the rest of my activation? That's uh, that's pretty rough. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an AP for your master, but it doesn't require a target. It just has a target number. She can do it wherever she wants. Yep. A massive target of five. Yep. Yeah. I'm waiting for one person to come out and be like, yeah, I played a game against her and I lost my red joker all five rounds. Ooh, yeah, yeah. that's going to happen to somebody. It'll probably happen. It's going to happen to someone, and it's not going to be a common enough for like, hey, this needs to be nerfed, but that's like the one thing you really need to watch out for. She's just going to F with your deck, and you might lose some really good cards. Yeah. Hopefully not like your five, your five thirteen, your four thirteens and the red joker, but it could happen. Yep. I mean, that would Possibly. be my luck. Yeah, that would be like. Yep. I will say that while I don't think it's statistically a huge problem, it's weird that we've added uh, two masters that have a card removing abilities that don't say don't do this to the joker mm-hmm. when that has been yeah. specifically added to everything else in the game yeah that's that's weird that, that was like the thing is like you, you just can't stop the jokers they are bound to happen but not with sonya because she's too cool for the burning man um <laughs> <laughs> uh- the one other instance i can think of previously that didn't care about the jokers is misaki because she will let you just Shuffle cards of your choice from the discard pile into your fate deck. Doesn't say anything about jokers. Huh. That's stupid. Yeah. I mean, I think. Otherwise, the, I think uh, you're right. 
the mechanical writer does the same thing. But that there's a pretty big difference between your own jokers and your opponent's jokers. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Anyways. Slicek Slicek shot. Oh, I love this guy. This dude. This totally legitimate yeah, merchant. Legitimate salesman of guns, sir. He has his license. <laughs> and how dare you say otherwise. He has a license. <laughs> Pay no attention to the fact that that license is his own handwriting on a sheet of paper that says, I do what I want. Well, sir, this is written in crayon. <laughs> uh, wait, was that a Parks and Rec reference? Yes, it was. Okay. I know more than you. Yes, you do. Because <laughs> I have not actually watched that show. That was also a reference. Uh-huh. That was also a reference. And who's got... Okay, Nate, you probably know about Sly from the other side of things. Yes, I've actually played Sly. He's a lot of fun. I feel like he's pretty good for guild. He's got false claim and a... With a, with a trigger for a short-ranged back alley, essentially. Um, and yeah, he's just... He's he's deceptively quick. Because like you, you look at him at base and it's just like five move, but like he can, he's got that eight-inch teleport and then he moves whenever someone takes a gun action and he's in family and kin, so that's happening every five seconds. Like... I went into a game with him on the table, and I told myself I was going to focus on making sure I got his movement down. I didn't do half of it. Like, it was just constantly happening. I'm like, oh yeah, I missed like five sly movement triggers. What the f*** am I doing? Boom. But yeah, no, good on good on weird, because both Ken and family have plenty of murder mm. in their keyword. Having like a good scheme runner was something that they could definitely have used. Yeah. Yeah, well, and especially since he's in guild, like he he can be out of keyworded elsewhere, mm-hmm. which I thought was illegal. I thought it was illegal for guild to have good scheme runners, but you know, I guess when you make the laws, you can change them. Well, the Burning Man showed up, so anything can happen, right? Fair. I just want to say that is my head cannon that the uh, the walking gun cabinet is scared of gunfire, and that's where he's getting that extra <laughs> movement. He's like holding up the hand. Oh god! That's <laughs> toddling <laughs> off, dropping guns everywhere. Like, bam! Oh, uh, it's got to have a name. Weird. Tell us what the mm, name of the t- gun yeah, cabinet is. Tell us is. what the gun cabinet's name is, you cowards. Very important. Very important. D- disease containment unit. Sorry, did you want to say anything else about slime? Um, Nothing important. Other than the fact that the model oh, okay. has a cross on the on the necklace that isn't in the art. Um, so it's my personal headcanon that he stole one of Abuela's rosaries and she's very upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say. Doesn't have a last name. This this maybe this may bother. Who Sly? Or six? It's six shots in quotes. It's a family last name. name. <laughs> he got it. Le- he got legally changed from Stallone. <laughs> it's he got something. He's got a last name that's like really really hard to pronounce. And the closest thing people usually come up with is like, "Is that six shots? Is that what your name is?" Like, oh, whatever. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> nice disease containment unit. Um. Gorgeous art. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Like Dr. Matt. I'm not, sure, I'm not entirely sure why you would have an exposed neck if you're spraying poison or fire. You know, you don't need necks. It's fine. I mean, if you're worried about catching yourself on fire, you probably not don't have big, like, flowing coats either. Fair. But it <laughs> looks good. So, r- rule of cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was expecting them I was expecting them to use the uh, fumigator artwork they've used for through the breach stuff, so it's nice that they got something Maybe new. Maybe the cloak is flame retardant. Mm. Just in case. Yeah, we're not. And then she can just pull it up over her neck. It's, it's made of pure asbestos. Okay. <laughs> so, disease containment unit, uh, enforcer living, guard plague, there's some seems to be missing um, missing witch hunter for some reason. I'm sure it should be on the card that's a misprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, Weird will just come out with a new card later. I'm, I'm sure of it. Uh, someone who explain the joke I just made. 
so this, and I've, I've been playing Sonya as part of a grow league, so I've actually been using this out of keyword and they might as well exist in, in the witch hunter. That flamethrower, uh, is exactly what OG Sonya needs to get out a bit more burning, uh, since it hands out burning two and all kinds of blasts on burning two on everything that it blasts onto, uh, which really helps with a few of the other things she wants to do. Uh, but yeah, fire plus Sonya is a good time, even if you're spending eight for it instead of seven. Also, that rapid response, their, their bonus action, that's a lot of fun movement. Like, again, things that the guild aren't allowed to have are fun movement tricks, and this is another one that can also summon a dog. I was going to say, have you summoned any dogs yet? I've summoned two in the same game. Nice! Hell yeah! Yeah. Donkeys! Did Sonya immediately light them on fire because she's a war criminal? No! I sent them off to the flanks to run schemes. (laughs) To avoid Sonya! Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Also, clearly they're magic dogs and live in fear of her. As all dogs should. Mm Mm-hmm. But no, it, it's super fun, uh, and you're going to have a lot of Sonya players buying the the guard and plague box with this in it just for this because it's worth it. Does she does she summon rats for? Uh, if you bring does, it in, yeah, in Hamlin, okay. it will summon rats instead of dogs. Yes, because like they don't have dogs in Outcast. And then I was like, wait, that's a plague model. Yep, mm-hmm. it uh, it summons a, be- a beast minion with the mindless ability. So dogs in Guild, rats in Outcast. Yeah, I assumed the rats had mindless. I didn't know though. Yes, because I haven't played that. August or August. Look at these pants. Yes, these pants. Someone's going to paint those like Roman's going to paint those like that. (laughs) I'm not picking this one up. (laughs) But Sean needs it. (laughs) He is the journalist's tormented paired model. He is a nice gentleman who is, folks. He might actually have a more punchable face than Nelly. I I would agree with that. Yeah, looks like Peter Pettigrew. (laughs) Yeah, that's a he's good way to very, put it. He is very smug for a man who can't even, like, doodle mad ravings <laughs> well. Like, my daughter can draw better than that. <laughs> and she's not even, like, insane. Is he, like, eating his paper? Yes. Yeah. It's very delicious and nutritious. The dog ate my homework. No, August ate my homework. It was a bit of a gastrointestinal problem, so it's just The fiber, along. yeah. Yeah, yes. good, good fiber choice. He uses distracted as, like, a positive resource, which I guess is... Yeah, that's new. I don't think anyone else does that. Yeah, that's all very... Yeah, I can just go up to, like, three damage in Roaring Armor and get incorporeal if I wanted to. Jesus. Or he can reduce damage with Distracted. Yeah. By two, uh, per Distracted. Bells... I know Bells can do more damage based on Distracted, but it's the target's Distracted. Yeah. So it's the first one I think you can use on, on yourself. Yeah. But either way, cool. Moving on, Guild Mage. Uh, so these are legal... Uh, mages, <laughs> because the guild said so. I because they're making them. the guild money. So guild has a lot of discard abilities. These, so long as they're in the right place, allow for those discards to be useful uh, beyond what they actually do. After a model within or a six of the guild, once per activation, discards a card, the mage can have any friendly model within or a six of themselves Heal one, two, three, based on the value of the discarded card. Solid. Oh, dang. So if so, if you're discarding something for whatever reason, and somebody over there needs some heals, you got it. Throw out some ping heals. Yeah, you you might be saying, "Hey, I I am spending a severe to do it," but you're controlling the the heal level that you're doing. Yeah, which is pretty great. Yeah, and during a thirty mil, so you can get up to like thirteen inches away from whatever is discarding. Yep. 
They also have as a, a once per activation tactical action, a discard themselves that targets a marker and any marker. So if you have your, your pylons on an opposing Hoffman causing you trouble, bring a guild mage. You're doing this rule of law, discarding a card, getting a heal off of it. And what the actual thing does is dropping a scheme marker into base contact with the, the pylon in the example I'm giving and then removing the pylon. So. Hey, look, another, like, interesting ranged scheme ability for the guild. Again, nice. that's not that's not legal, except that they made it legal. Right. I, yeah. I'm jealous. I wish I had any sort of marker removal that wasn't tied into Masters in my faction. Mm-hmm. Mood. I will say nothing. All right. G- G- Gatling <laughs> Gunners. Yeah, you better not. Shut up, Nate. Gatling Gunners. They're g- Gunners with Gatling Guns. Yay! Oh, pew, wow. pew, 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 pew. Many bullets. Uh, oh, card draw. Yes. Yeah. So it does have a purpose. Just for activating. I like it. Stand and fire is all right. Covering fire is... Yeah. Covering fire is, I think, the reason you take them. Because they're Gatling gun... A, a lot of people who are just like, oh, yes, guild is the shoot first, murder everything, and then win later faction are going to be upset with this model. Because they have a Gatling gun, but it's only a stat four with a positive. But with covering fire... You actually want them to fail a gun action targeting an enemy model, and then you discard a card. I wonder if you could have these guys next to a guild mage, and then the friendly model within aura three of the thing that you failed to shoot can take a non-charge general action and is not treated as engaging any model when resolving that action. Yeah. So hello, another interact while engaged trixiness yeah the whole the whole shtick is that they they want a buddy within three because then you get the draw card you set up dig the trenches for the stealth aura and covering fireworks like yeah they they you, you pair them up with another living model which is mostly and them be buds yeah what's funny to me is, is because you're specifying living i think it's less likely the funny thing i was thinking about doing with this is having the pale rider ride with me the gatling gunner entrenchment <laughs> Um, which you can totally still do. They're short enough to do it, but you better the ride them with to, you. Yeah, you, you better ride them <laughs> within three inches of someone else if you want that card draw whenever they activate. Because the pale rider's undead. Yeah. Boo. Oh no, one thing it can't do. I still, I still enjoy. I love the fact that hey, it's a Gatling gunner, but a Gatling gun's probably the worst part on the worst part of the card, sir. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, they're prey and spraying. In order to get you to score also, points, have, not uh, murder. What is, what's the ability? Rapid fire? Or whatever? The uh, gun version of Flurry. Yeah, they don't have that. They yeah, should have it rapid just feels fire. Like, it feels like if any any model should have that, it's the one with the big fucking Gatling gun. That's fair. I feel like he has enough discard on his card already. Also fair. Yeah. Uh, Gatling gunner doesn't have any discard. It has one yeah, covering, covering fire. fire. But it um, also draws a card, which is... Yeah. See, it's fine. The covering f- covering foul doesn't draw a card. Camaraderie does. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying you draw a card when you activate, and then you can discard it for one of two th- other thingies. But that means that if you fail two shots, then you... And then you don't you have to discard them. You can choose to discard them. This is May in front of discard. Yep. No, I, I, I got you. But I'm just, I'm just saying, saying you're, it you would can be more man- options. You're going. To, you can manufacture more discard than you can card draw, and yes. adding another card discard to it, I feel, is not. Anyways, moving on. We're taking way too much damn time. <laughs> uh, we're finally in resurrectionist. This only took us like an hour. Great, Doctor McMoring in sanitary. He got an extra. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Stapled at the elbow. 
It's weird. I feel like the that's outfit. why it's insanitary. It's really hard to wash that hand. They washed each other without the other hand getting involved. Right. Try try washing your hands by like putting to, your elbows together. Let me try washing my hands with my third hand. Exactly. <laughs> you can't do it. Anyways, same uh, same outfit as the last one, but just a much better, just much better artwork for how I view Mick Morning as a person. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's having fun. He has a staple yes. gun. Who gave this man a staple <laughs> gun? He he gave that. Uh, okay. Anyways, he is an upgrade master now. Hooray! Yay! Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of a weird way to go about handing them out, but goodness, those are nice upgrades. Basically, they're really neat. He's, he, he's removing uh, markers on the board, and depending on what marker is removed, he can add an upgrade to a friendly experimental model and mm-hmm. they're either like too much skin too much legs too much arms or too much heads which is which is great because that yeah he's just going just just going ham adding limbs to things that don't need it uh wonderful i am terrified at the concept of a kentaroy with six legs <laughs> moving eight inches <laughs> that's horrifying okay yeah, that was the one thing. I was like, "Oh yeah, your Kenroy can now move go real fast." Inches. Well, they got they got six Plus legs and two arms, so technically they're arachnids. <laughs> That's the more important part. <laughs> Don't no one tell Ramos. They got they got a head, a thorax, and an abdomen. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm with as much as as I've kind of gotten further away from Rezzers this edition because there's too many other things. This McMorning looks really fun. Yeah, Molly Squid Pitch, My Chemical Romance. <laughs> Chaotic conductors, <laughs> my chemical romance. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. My chemical romance. She's having fun too. Mm-hmm. With her stabbing sticks and a brain on a stick. Brain on a shorter baton. skirt because she's got to do some marching. But taller boots to make up for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we kind of went over explanations a little bit of what why these models are different. I'm not entirely sure why Molly's deciding to just do a, a parade. Outside of, like, the one story where she rescued Philip, But she wasn't even in that parade. But maybe just really likes parades. She was upset that she missed out on her own parade and is doing more parades to make up for yes, that. I like that. I like this okay, idea. She's realizing she's fe- she's really kind of fallen into this kind of leadership role. And she's starting to invade. It's kind of my thought. Mm-hmm. But she's doing it the mm-hmm. only way she knows how. And that's parades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is just awesome. Molly, but focus on movement shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, real quick. Morning. He's attaching limbs to things because he's running out of supplies, so he's just got to be like get creative, resourceful. Sonia unmasked. She doesn't have a mask anymore. Just Justice. Just Angie, I guess. So she remembered she had a coffin, so she went and got the coffin. Yeah. Uh, Nellie's cult enjoying her cult. Dash will remember he has two hands. Therefore, he can carry two axes. <laughs> Dita, the same way she's supposed to be hunting Neverborn, so she's hunting Neverborn. Lucius is still just really salty about things not going to plan, so now he's got to stab people on his own. And um, Charles just likes making himself taller and taller. And <laughs> Charles just likes to be tall. <laughs> Seamus, a.k.a. Sebastian Baker. Oh, yay. Yeah, it was about time. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Yep. It's still weird not seeing him with a hat on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where's your hat, man? It's Melee Seamus. Okay, Nate, when you get this, you must cover the base with, like, a mountain of hats. Mm, good call. Also, it looks like he has a cleaver um, behind his back, so mm. um, yeah. that should be two-inch reach. 
um, with uh, Dashiell's damage track. <laughs> no, it's a bladed bouquet, Nate. Yeah, he, he's just holding a cleaver because he's actually attacking with the flowers. Oh, the cleaver's just for show. Exactly. Yeah, he's delivering it to Dashiell. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, like, razor blades sewn into the flowers, like the Peaky Blinders, but... Ugh. With that sounds brutal, but I love it. Wow. Yeah, I like that. But, you know, like, really big razor blades, because he can just hawk your arm off with it. Yeah. Actually, and I prefer this. Be a finger. The bladed bouquet is both of these things. It is a cleaver that is not at all disguised inside of a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> but Seamus thinks they are. It's slightly disguised, yeah. but you can still see, like, most of the cleaver in the bouquet. Ha-cha! <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we we got we got Seamus summoning again. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's summoning, he's summoning again. He's melee Seamus, and he's pretty much like gone at full one eighty on all his defenses. Like the stats are pretty much exactly flopped. Uh, instead of hopping around the board, he's just wandering up, but is is stealthy. And uh, yeah, it's uh, he, he's it's going to be tricky to tell which. You're gonna to have to learn to read the uh, the pool and the board on which one you're expecting to see. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think I think this one really works mm-hmm. as far as like the the design aspect of the title system. I think I think Seamus Seamus does yeah. a good job of like giving giving you questions to answer. Mm-hmm. Riva Cortinas, Luminary. Her pony died. She lost her horse. <laughs> she's looking for the horse. Obviously, she's <laughs> looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. The horse isn't lost out in the out in the darkness, and the scary Burning Man is you know raining hellfire down. She's got to go find it because she loves Glip Glop. Yep. Um. Oh, jeez, what is she doing? She's she's the uh, the she doing Resurrectionist one that's getting corrupted. Yeah, she doing more fire, man. Mm-hmm. Although this isn't like a hey, uh, there's this giant thing in the sky, uh, worship it. It was just like. Just came to her in her dream. She didn't know what was going on, kind of a thing, which I appreciate. It's not like people are just like, I guess I just worship the Burning Man now because I'm dumb or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, how does Reva play? Anyone know? Uh, looks like she lights things on fire and then immolates them and then turns them into lamp pads, which seems fun. Ooh. Yep. Also of note, because I've, I've been gotcha by this a little bit. Her card is deceiving. It doesn't look like she's doing a ton of damage, but if it's played well, read Visions of Fire. Uh, which is, it's just, oh, look, you gained burning the first time every activation. You're also gaining a damage with that. Oof. And also once per activation, when a friendly pyre is dropped in her line of sight, she can push any models within two of it in two inches ah. in any direction. So if her crew is just going, let me drop all the pyres all over the place. That's some sneaky damage, yeah. Yeah, she, she's not doing a bunch of big hit damage. It's a little bubbly because it's all within yeah. eight of her, but like that, mm-hmm. there's some sneaky damage potential there. That's obscene! Holy shit! Yeah, it it was tricky <laughs> for my opponent to do well, but I was not expecting it, and oh boy, that was surprising. Yeah, I bet. And like it's a reversal because uh, Reva one versus Karis one, I feel was heavily favored at Karis, but this is the opposite. You really don't want to see it. This is Karis. Yeah, I can see Ooh, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ooh, ah. Okay, oh, moving on. Uh, Jackdaw, insult. He is... He's cosplaying as Francis Kitchener. Either yep. that or Francis Kitchener is cosplaying as Jackdaw. Ooh. Dawson um, Kitchener? This is this is really bringing up some questions about the soul. <laughs> yeah, I feel like yep. we know what soul he kind of just jammed into his body. That 
in, in the the Resurrectionist book, he he just kind of ate Francis there a bit and yeah. decided to start dressing like Francis. Now seriously, go look at the Lost Love artwork and then look at this guy. It's it's Francis with a bag the on hood. his head, yeah. yep. <laughs> <And> a noose. <laughs> but anyways, he also has like a play style. I think this is more movement based as opposed to just murderable. Yeah, from what I know, he's got yeah. more mobility options. He's got a really smug asshole from the guild working for him. <laughs> yeah, he, he's more movement based. He, I think, a little bit allows the crew to spread out a little more, which is good because that was something that they needed. It, it gives them another way of, of playing for sure. Yeah. I haven't seen a ton of it yet, though. And he has more than six wounds. Oh, cool! Yeah. He's got like he's got like some hair poking through the bag on his head. What was that hair? So we oh, are going that? to have a moment at some point where he takes it off and he's got like luscious, flowing, luscious locks like yes. down to his butt. Hell yeah! Yeah, I want that. I want I want that sculpted jackdaw. F- I need fuel for my fanfics. Come on! I'm just looking forward to Karai like hunting him down, being like, "Give me back my boyfriend." I am your mm. boyfriend. Flop <laughs> <Pull off> mask. <laughs> Jack Oh no, he's Jackdaw three unhooded. Taylor <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whisper starts playing. <laughs> Professor von Stuck, Stargazer. Telescope man. Good fucking god, this model. It's so good. I so love good. zombie telescope. Uh, it's amazing. No, it's, it's great. It it is great, but like it's so classy. One obnoxious style play style to a completely different <laughs> obnoxious play style. <laughs> like, okay, like I, I think Von Schuch's still above the curve, and this one is also above the curve. But a good chunk of the above the curve is just the, is the fact that tr- Transmortis is just it's really a strong good keyword model to model basis. Yeah, but yeah, you're you're just going to lose friends with study of anatomy. I feel. Yeah, well, especially that with uh, shade of. Delios, where you can yes. assign people yep. a characteristic in addition to whatever they have. Oof. And if they happen to have two, that's just a lot of stuff. Yep. Yeah. You can give them a nice third one and uh, go to town. <laughs> yep. I think offensive concealment is the key here for this one. Yep. Yeah. Because even if help. he's targeting his own stuff, he's on a negative. So. Yep. Ivan all over the place. Half <laughs> organist, whatever. Also, that is a movie I would watch is is send the the spy master to heist the like evil schoolmaster crazy man. Evil. For some reason, he, he can't mean, look away really from his evil. telescope, but he's still kicking your ass. Yeah, he's just trying to run a zombie school. Yeah, yeah. evil. I like everyone volunteered to be there uh, by for force. The part. I enjoy his like story arc here, where he was an an astronomer. And then it drove him insane, so he stopped. So he opened up a school and started doing all this zombie stuff. And then he's just like, you know what? I don't hate that hobby as much. Possibly due to the insanity. There's a cool but... new star to look at. It might be Yay. man-shaped, but there's, man-shaped. there's a cool new star to look at. I mean, it's I, very I, close. I will say I'm kind of surprised Von Stuck isn't the, the Rezzer master grabbed by the Burning Man, like straight up. It's just a new star to look That's at, but fire. sometimes exactly. if it floats in the wrong direction, it's a new moon to stare at. Ah, that's why. Ah. He, that's why he's got the telescope out. He looking. <laughs> he's a peeping shtuck. <laughs> Burning Man's got some junk in the trunk. Uh, Burning Man got cake. Kirai on Koku, envoy of the court. The other war criminal. The other war criminal. One of the few like. 
Or is this the only summoning master that just also summons? Yeah, she just kind of doubled I think up. So, yeah. At least as, yeah, a, other... as a primary thing, yeah. 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 yeah I think it's she's just, the only one who's very different primary summoner. Than that. It's just an absurd amount of models now. Yeah. This, <laughs> this models, is one but... of the only things in this book that I legit am a little concerned about, like just seeing steamroll things. And it's because the fact that her summoning is based off of, let me move people through you. So I'm glomping a bunch of people around one model, or around a couple models in an area. And then her Sundering attack is only 1, 2, 3 damage, but built in when resolving, it's plus 1 damage for each of her Yurami minions engaging it. And there's no cap on that. Yeah, I've also played a, a game or three against this, and every single time my opponent has had no trouble getting that to min... Five. Oh. Like, it is gross. Thanks. I, yeah, I think the idea was that you can't have too many models in <laughs> you at or one can time you? Because, of, because of just space. It's like, well, 50 millimeters exists as a base size. Yeah. And, 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 and no, we'll see. In a couple months, we'll really get it spaced out as to whether or not it's too good. Yeah, and I, I, and that's why I say I've only seen this three times. Yeah. It's, it's really good, but. I also haven't lost all three of those games. It was just painful as hell. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing here. We it's say a little might scary. be an issue. We're we are putting our foot down and saying it's a problem. It's just stuff that's cropped up and we think might be worth looking at. Yeah, more just be aware. Go into it with your eyes open and don't rage quit because you, from us, know it's coming. Also, she still has a way to summon bell. Uh, yeah, love that. <laughs> But I mean, come on! You're getting a new Ikirio in the TOS box. You got to. That's it on true. The table you do. You need, you need to yeah, put a new pretty so model on the table. And that Ikirio is freaking gorgeous. Oh, Absolutely wonderful. Okay, done. Done with Masters. White Rabbit comes. Tall which is Gremlin, two people, which is two people. When I heard about this model, I was like, "Why isn't it just the dude's name?" And that's because it's multiple dudes. It's a company. Yes. One man who looks like he says the word bully a lot. <laughs> and Gremlin Abraham Lincoln. I mean, it's me and Roman. Yep. yep. Oh, f- oh, fair. It, fair. It, is, it is me and Roman. <laughs> it is a shorter gentleman and a tall tall gremlin. Yep. I, the backstory behind this model might be my favorite in the book. And that is it's these, so good. these guys have been the haberdasher for Sebastian Baker for multiple years. And they're just now thinking that perhaps he might be some kind of murderer because they've cleaned enough blood out of his clothes. It's a weird amount of blood just for, now, for his hat. Just I feel now like... realizing it after so much time. And they're just like, you know what? We don't want to be associated with a murderer. We're going to be associated with the gremlin. Specifically, Somer Teeth Jones. <laughs> Who has never murdered anyone in his life? At least, <laughs> you know. to them. And credit to them, they are in Malifaux. Probably blood on your clothes is a common. Problem. There's a certain. Yeah. It, it's like the amount of like bug parts you can have in a, in a hot dog. Like the amount, <laughs> the allowable oh. amount of blood you can have on a hat before it starts to become suspicious. I'm upset by one thing and one thing only about this model, and that is based on the keywords I'm I'm currently interested in playing actively. I have no reason to get it. I mean, I want this model so bad. Get it anyway. It's it amazing. The time. I'm, honestly, my thought at this point is I might use it for an Alphonse stand-in. <laughs> Just the tall gremlin. But yeah. but Roman, tall, large gremlins don't exist. I heard someone complaining about the tall gremlin on this on this model. I was like, it's a thing. It happens yeah. relatively often. Large gremlins. It's weird to see them skinny, but like, yeah, tall, tall gremlin exists. Yeah. Also, we exist, people. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, Victoria. Quick question, so I can put your credits in this. You're 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 a resurrectionist expert here. Is uh, is Kirai allergic to shoes? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Wait, she's got war crime money now, though. What the hell did she, what the hell did they on with the court of two pay her in then? Ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> Uh, they they paid her in the uh, knowledge of how to summon back her boyfriend's soul. They, they paid her in copies exposure. of Vagrant Song. <laughs> oh no! Would you say she those... got a lot of good training out of that? Strap strap a strap a board game to your feet, hon. It it's not comfortable to walk around in Victorian England <laughs> with no shoes on. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Corpse curator. Um, I'll speed another uh, skeleton. This dude looks way, way too excited about his nudity. The the it's weird the thing scarab. I found about this his is, body. is it's the scarab. The scarab yeah. is just like finding a new thing to take it for walks. Hey, look at this! Um, it's cool! Yeah, it's fleshy! Look at how naked I am. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me so uncomfortable. This is this is how the scarab tries to like convince people that it's human. Ah, yes, look at my human body. Mm-hmm. Look mm-hmm. at all my human bones! <laughs> you wouldn't see this on a robot scarab, now Count would you? them, they're all there! <laughs> <laughs> what does this guy even do? <laughs> is he making being disturbed by and making fun? Uh, I know he makes poison uh, he, pets. He can count as a scrap or corpse marker. Okay. Uh, and given that he is both experimental and wastrel, that works pretty well for both of them. That's yeah, a good start um, already. Yeah, he also has drag behind, so he can pull markers along with it while it's moving around. It heals from poison, which it can apply to itself. It can move markers and attack through them. Other thing to note about the healing from poison, it can also do the uh, spoiler new Karis thing of make damage or make model and base contact take the damage it would take from poison. So mm-hmm. people are also potentially worried about the corpse curator poison nuke, which is fair. That could maybe potentially be an issue to look for. Just watch out for a corpse curator with like 50 poison who wants to dirtle you. Just yeah, I feel that. like that's a little bit easier to dodge because it has to be in base yeah, it's contact, contact and it has so. six wounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the thing I think is cool, though, it's bonus action, which is how it gets poison on itself, uh, is a two-inch aura of it can have any number of models in range gain poison one. And then the second part, which I haven't had the the pleasure of making good use of yet in my McCabe games with him, is until the end phase, enemy models within range with poison are never treated as engaging friendly models. And it makes poison pits. Yeah, he has some cool triggers on that, like making a a poison hazardous marker. But, like, that... I'm trying to think of what schemes that would stop uh, in the current thing, because I know, like, previously, in order to... I think bait and switch, because you have to be engaging people, or catch and release, that's the one. Like you can just go, hey, you're you're near me. You're you're not engaging my master or whoever. You you cannot score that. Good job. Um, but it's, it's like anti cure tech, I guess. Kinda. Kinda. I I know yeah, I've had fun good. with him in in McCabe. Like suddenly you're no longer going. Oh no, I need to like struggle all game to get out more than two upgrades because usually by turn three Luna's dead if someone knows what they're doing. This one is just like, hi, I am. The ability to make upgrades. I've mostly tried it with New McCabe, uh, which is real fun because people have bigger problems um, than to try and so go after that, this. That effect is until the end phase, and you score during the end phase. Would that stop before you score? Yeah, what? 
Yeah, oh, that, that goes away right at the, at the beginning of the end phase. So never, yeah, that does okay. not affect any yeah. scoring stuff. Scrap that then. Um, okay, well, that scrap does that. allow you to do is walk away from, from people near him. Yes. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Now it's just Nephilim. It's, it's a mature yeah, Nephilim, but it's dead. Uh, Molly's best friend. New best. Not uh, new, he's... Another best friend. Yeah, it's just a, kind of another beater, but it's got Bring It, which is really really nice and terrifying in, in Nephilim. Mm-hmm. Memories of Blood, I guess, is probably the big thing it does for a Molly crew, which lets a friendly trigger their last memory. Or Oh, they, they take the last memory ability. Okay. Discarding a card, drawing a card, suffering one damage. Basically, would also trigger their fading ability. So, yep. mm-hmm. and then, do that and then for a Nephilim crew, it's going to trigger Black Blood. Yes. Yep. I wasn't sure yeah. uh, what... Once we knew, like that they were kind of pairing masters together and getting a uh, an enforcer or some kind of model connecting them. I wasn't sure what each of these keywords were going to be connected to, and I would have lost a lot of money had you told me they were going to connect to each other. I'm not that... Well, okay, I, I'm not that surprised by it. Okay, I, I am, but that's just me. Because, that's because something exists in Through the Breach that sort of explains that. Okay. It's a different, it's a different name, it's called a patchwork Nephilim, but it's pretty much the same thing. It's it kind of tendency to kill its creator, but it's also a Nephilim, so Nephilim keyword, forgotten keyword, bada bing, bada boom. Mm-hmm. But as okay. I, my theory has gone on, um, Molly likes to name her things. And she also likes alliteration, so it's now a noxious Nephilim. That's, yeah, that's I, the theory I'm that. going with. That's very Molly. I like it. Uh, someone else talk yeah. about Gwishin, please. Oh, or what? Go ahead. I'm just saying, having Regurgitate with Regeneration Regener- 2 is super nice for uh, her broodmother, Nakima. Just because, like, oh, I take two damage to put out this meat. Good thing I'm going to get that back next turn. Yep. That's a that's super nice for a lot of resers, honestly. Yeah, I, I think you'll see this. You're just you're yeah. big beefy that's thing. Why also makes card. course markers because honestly, <laughs> Neverborn would Doesn't not need use yeah. that as often. Yeah, other than yeah. Nakama. Quisen, Quisen, Quisen. Vengeance two. Yeah, on a versatile model. On a cost six model with incorporal and seven health. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And take the hit though. Technically, does, rules is written based on the FAQ. Exactly. If you if you take the hit on this, rules is written, you are not getting vengeance off of it because it was not the target. Thank God. Yeah. I mean that that's that's yeah. good, but, but but still But still. But still mm, Yeah. Yeah, no, vengeance don't two. don't get me wrong. It's Vengeance two on a versatile model. I'm this is one that I would not be surprised to see on the errata block in a year or something. I doubt they'd mm-hmm. do it right away, but Yeah, because it just came out. Yeah. I mean, also, I mean, it's it's got a good handful of decent abilities too. I, I can I can see Vengeance two working. It, my upsetness is the fact that it's in corp and more health than its cost. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to absorb more hits than a model normally would, and is putting out a lot more damage. Yep. Ugh, gross. Well, and and that's going to actually smooth or smoothly transition to the next card, which is the other versatile Yurami the enslaved spirit, uh, because they have a... What, what do you do whenever you see something with uh, vengeance? You hit it with all the focused attacks, right? Not if you're near an enslaved spirit, because if you're within three inches of it, you cannot reduce focus condition on your own models, which means you can't use it. Oof. Well, it's not like here I can just summon this next to your models. Right? Or she can oh, ship yeah, them out not, everywhere. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> here I too. <laughs> 
I do uh, actually really like the enslaved spirit though. I like, I like chain. Oh, it's gang. gorgeous. Well, I like the model. Yeah. I like oh, okay. chain gang on a cheap model. Like that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. The demise. I mean, I'm a little salty because it's just strictly better delicious bacon. But whatever, that's fine. And yeah, just seems yep. seems. Cute. And the uh, the let me hand out injured one at range six. It's only on a stat four, but that you seems spam enough good. of that. Yeah. yeah. It also remembered to bring its lower half and hands to the party. <laughs> Question. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, if, if this is the model I'm a little concerned about, Enslaved Spirits, I'm actually excited to see. I think they're a really good, cheap, versatile, uh, that Rezzers will be able to make a lot of fun use out of. I think it's the, the combo with the Gwisson that I'm going to go, okay, well. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. So we've, we've grabbed, we, we talked about Kirai, we talked about Sonya and these guys. Do you think we will at some point in the future see a Malifa-centric box with those models in it? Hmm. I doubt it. They already have it, those but... models in existence. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing, obvious thing is that someone who's not at all interested in TOS has to fork over $100. And it's going to have a lot of extra models, yeah. I, I could yeah. see I could see maybe eventually releasing a... Yeah. Where, yeah, it's Fart? just... With with the proper Malifo bases, because there's slight differences between Malifo and the other side bases. You mm-hmm. just you just do Sonya Karai and the exact model limits for each of them, and drop it down to probably sixty bucks at that point, probably for the model count. Something like that, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Or like just the versatiles or, by themselves yeah. for for guild, because like it's. <laughs> do I bitch about the math? Go for hey. it. It, it. It wouldn't be Doug if it was. Yeah, you gotta okay, bitch so about Kira, the math. So, so Kira already had like a lot more keyword models than Sonya did, and now she has even more two more keyword models than Sonya had, and Sonya's not getting keyword models from this box. Yeah, it's weird that the mages didn't have Witch Hunter at the very least. I feel yeah. like they should. They absolutely so should. My, I, I noticed this because we talked about this off, off, off camera, off mic. My theory here is we haven't seen a guild starter box. Oh yeah. Okay. Betting that's where the witch hunters are coming in. Yeah, we haven't seen we haven't seen a starter box for Resurrectionist. We might get some Arami models. Arami starter box with more (laughs) reversible Arami's. My okay, like be spicy. strictly based on numbers, I feel like Resurrection Star is going to be Red Chapel. I think those have the fewest keyword models. I can see that unique keyword models. Another henchman. Also, Seamus. Seamus is always like a, a fan favorite. Yeah, yeah. Or they could just be a new keyword. Like never you do both. Then they're, they're Grims. Yeah. Although there is a mimic in there. Okay. And a well. Anyways, moving on. Right. And puppets. Uh, I'm wrong. Arcanist. Sorry, I feel yeah. like we just blazed through this because we have the most <laughs> Here comes the slow in this group of people. Yeah, otherwise we will just talk forever. Sandeep, um, man, his shirt is really nice. Yeah, that, that, that looks really fine silk right there. I'm excited to see this model. Yeah, oh yeah, I would love to assemble this model. On there. Sandeep, why do you always gotta look so goddamn cool? Yeah. Can we have slide decals of that pattern weird, please? <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to freehand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, so, I mean the yeah. uh Misaki patterns were like imprinted into the 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 mold of the the model, so they might do that for this. Could be. Maybe they maybe they'll be generous. Could be. Yeah, this this one he he becomes elemental, so suddenly you have a bunch of tricky things you can do with the other mantras and mm-hmm. his new one and whatnot here. He's no longer summoning. He has a way to change out what uh gammon you have so you can hire like really cheap ones and turn them into wind gammon pretty easily. Uh he does shockwaves, he does range stuff. 
this is one that the Harlefo guys just came out with an episode on Sand Deep yep. overall, and they cover. Go listen New to their Deep episode. They well. do a pretty good, pretty good coverage of New Deep. Yeah, they sell them good. I was hoping for something that was a little bit more synergistic with the academics, but we can't. Have yeah, that'd have been nice. We want. Yeah. Anyways, Rasputina. Oh, joy. Abominable. Abominable. Bumbles bounce. Abominable bum. Which is, while it kind of rhymes with it, it does not include a volleyball. It is just abominable. I'm very sad that there's no beach volleyball. <laughs> you Give could time. easily alter that skull. We have to, to have do her, like she does. Kind of looks like she's doing a like like a, she, a volleyball kind of. Yeah, she, she's, she's ready to just add a volleyball to her to her <laughs> to her upper hand. You can make make the beach volleyball raspy you I'm want to doing, see in the game, Doug. I'm doing that. She's on a forty mil too, so we can probably keep put the net. You in can there put too. a net in front of her. Nice. Just base her on sand. Good to go. <laughs> Beautiful. Hey, she's summoning now. Yeah. Nice, nice fur coat for the beach, uh, as you do. And Ironically, the, uh, not the... summoning Ice Gammon, which is the one thing you'd think she would summon out of her crew. Yeah. yeah right. Mm-hmm. Anyone uh, going to go into detail on her? I mean, I, guess uh, I, I, I can I can touch on it. Rob's played her against me a few times, and he giggles like a little schoolgirl when he gets to use her, because he's so excited for her. The upgrade that the summons give out make them it gives them armor one she's also playing around with shielded so it makes what you're putting on the table tankier what is which, she summoning did you specify that uh she is summoning all of her living or beast minions so silent ones horcats ice dancers and acolytes so with the exception of silent ones all the things that she kind of wasn't bringing exactly before. i love and, this rebalancing it's so great yeah and quite frankly you're still gonna I, I doubt you're going to summon the silent ones unless you're playing around with a build where you're only hiring one because they're still good. And I mean, like, acolytes, yeah. the silent ones. No, I, oh, I no, doubt, sorry, no, I doubt like you're summoning. You're, hiring. The silent yeah, you're okay. totally summoning the acolytes. Um, yeah, they're worthwhile as a summon. <laughs> mm-hmm. The thing I also want to point out here is she essentially has a so she doesn't do the the ice pillars give you slower discard anymore, but on her ranged attack. Uh, she has a trigger that creates an ice pillar in base contact with you, and until that ice pillar is destroyed, or uh, until it is in, while it is in base contact with the target, that target cannot be moved or buried. So you have to destroy it in order to move that model at all. So she is literally freezing your feet to the ground, which I think is super thematic and cool. Yeah. That dude note a one missed opportunity besides the volleyball lack of volleyball. Mm-hmm. She has she has a melee attack now. Yeah. And it's noticeably lacking the amputation trigger. <laughs> which is like her favorite thing to do. You know? Oh. That makes sense. And, and her corpse eating crew could use those seven on that, on that front, other important thing. Friendly December models can treat corpse markers as ice pillar markers and vice versa. So suddenly, they actually get to make use of Grim Feasts by yeah, eating snow cool. cones. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> snow cones! Very crunchy. Understanding this fluff-wise is that her summons are actually like ice versions of whatever she's yeah. summoning? Yes, because they are losing living whenever she summons them. Gotcha, okay. and that So that's why they can eat ice pillars like they're part of them, because they're ice, so they add yeah. ice to their mass. Exactly, and and then we can hopefully but, see in the future But the ones she hires can do that, too. Snow they're like snow cones. The real the living <laughs> ones, so they're yeah, just the, eating the, blood snow cones. The one yes. confusing thing is the 
ice statue she's summoning can still eat a regular old dead body yeah. as well. It, it's, it goes both yeah. ways. <laughs> Delicious. Okay. Um, okay, we screeched for like two hours about Tony Ironsides. <laughs> we don't need to cover it again. Go listen to are, that other episode. Mommy, sure? step on me. Are you sure? <laughs> the one thing I'll like correct myself as honest, I thought that she might have been broken, but after looking at everything else in this wave, I think she's probably pretty good. Yeah. I, I think she's yep, fine. Yeah. She'll she'll be interesting and a good mm-hmm. sw- switch between OG Tony, and I think both have good play. Yes, mm-hmm. and if you you get to know her, you can be really brutal with her, which is what I do. Uh, Colette Dubois, smuggler, dubious. I am so excited. Yeah, so this is who's going to tell us about Colette? <laughs> I was going to tell us about Colette. That was, that was oh. I backstory quick. Uh, Sandeep, I think he's just chilling out. Rasputina, not doing volleyball. I, also chilling oh, out. I, I read these at one point. I think Burning Man uh, December's trying to take control of her again. Raspy's kind of storyline-wise stagnant. Like, December yeah. just December just keeps going, oh man, maybe I made a mistake. Oh man, maybe I made a mistake. Oh god, Raspy's yep. getting powerful. I may have made a mistake. Yeah, December, shut the fuck up, we know. <laughs> yep. Yes, Raspy's more powerful than you. Just get over it, dude. He's, he's like he's like comic book Thanos. Yeah, like, he lives to be beaten. <laughs> when do we, December Copter win? Oh, yes, <laughs> give Beautiful. us the December yes. Copter. Yeah, moving on. Ironsides is being perfect like usual. Colette is God. I love that dress. She's <laughs> doing her. She's doing her job. Like she was always the smuggler for the Arcanist, but now this is like her smuggling outfit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, now that the theater's been burned down, she has time to focus on her her job. Yeah, while it's rebuilt. Yeah, no, playstyle-wise, this is literally, this plays like the story where they are smuggling things through the sewer, and she's just bouncing all over the place with decoys and, like, attacking the people, attacking them while the girls get away. It's super fun to play. Uh, I... Uh, have really enjoyed this, I think, even more than OG Colette, just because it doesn't bury anybody, and she's on the table the whole time, but it's still jumping around in a a very thematic way. The thing that I think changes the most is she's going to be using her doves as a, like, flutter-around-her defensive thing, and then that's going to shift, and then she's going to be using them as decoys. So she can just start doing her own actions from a dove for like a four. It's super fun. Dig it. Yeah. Next up, Karis. Reborn. This is the Arcanist one who's been touched by the Burning Man. Yet another case of like, she just suddenly got, was a lot more powerful. All right. She she died a little and then got better. Yeah. Like, goodness, the difference between fluff and the game like the fact that she got so easily bodied by us by a thrall kind of sad but now she's just melting them from the inside out so good on her you go girl. i like the, the yeah straight girl bossing out here that's all i'm going to mention about the story because we'll talk about the story later she don't got no wings because they melted but she still has the breastplate but it's no longer armor Oh my goodness, Was the were, the were the wings the reason she had armor one? Yeah, she blocked bullets. <laughs> yes. yes. Cool. Like, like, yeah, like Falcon. Doing like a Falcon, Falcon thing yeah. over here. Yeah. Yay. Uh, this is angry, set everything on fire, um, glass cannon, Karis. Mm-hmm. Potentially which, which nuke like. someone. Like, the, the original version was, was, uh, was a lot more, could be a lot more tactical, and this one is just get in there, set everything on fire. 
And, uh, the I guess we can talk about the nuke real quick. So there's a theory that you can get, like, 40 burning on Karis turn 1, and then last activation, yeet her into your opponent's crew and just outright kill a master. I feel like that's more of a theory, less of a practice thing, although I've heard some people have done it. I'm not, I'm still not entirely sure how you're getting that much burning on her without, like, spending your entire hiring process and first turn just yeah. to put burning on I mean, that, her, which that's is... That's basically what they did, and it's they charted it all out. Yeah. Potentially negative play, but probably not crazy practical. Again, one of those things we'll have to see shake out. Plus, then your your Karis is now in the middle of the opponent's, like, group of models, oh, so they here, can just, here's, like... Here's the thing, um, Eli... Uh, first off, you somehow guarantee that you're going last turn one, and then also you're guaranteed to go first turn two, and then you can just oh. make a runaway. Okay. I forgot how easy it is to guarantee everything that you want to happen in this game. I mean, like, yep. like it, it's just another it's just another thing that has to go right for this to work, and I feel like it's too much of a risk, but again, we'll, we'll maybe see. Maybe that's oh, why. Oh. That's what I need to do to improve, is to remember to guarantee things. I yeah. will fully admit I'm wrong if it turns out that this is too good, but I just feel like it's a lot of Also, lot since of she doesn't have flight, this sounds like the sort of thing that's fixed with putting more terrain on your board. What? No way! If she can't fly through it... You get a singular instance of flight thanks to her wings of fire thing. I guess you could possibly throw out a few more and daisy chain it, but again, that's guaranteed the board works in your favor. Yeah, but exactly. uh, anyways, I like her. I I think I actually will probably play the original one more because I like that play style. But people are going to enjoy her. Okay, moving on. The four winds golem. Hey, that thing I was complaining about earlier. Um, no, it is. It's weird. It's so weird. It is a ten soul stone model that. Is not there to put pain on something. Yeah, it's like it's a ten soulstone scheme runner. It's a scheme runner that has a lot of like movement fuckery for your opponent's crew. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it's got up like, we go, which is always awesome. It yeah. is. It's Everybody loves awesome. up we go and wind blast on a six with a built-in collision. Like that's that's pretty solid, honestly. But yeah, I, I other than thematically, I don't see the the need for this as a model when wind gaming exists. Yeah. Are going to be doing most of what this is going to be doing of running schemes and being fast or cheaper. Yeah. I think I think this is mostly seen in Monk. Yeah. And yeah. you it, it's an Arcanist because they don't want to give this to Ten Thunders. Which is good. <laughs> because it, I, I think it's an Arcanist kind of to almost not kill it, but to kind of restrict it a little bit. And and I think that's because it's still decent. Um, like I, I like yeah. it as a model. I could see where it might have some problems, but I mean it is it's big, it's got butterfly jump and leap, which is cool. Yep. Move. And and it's another middle flight. of the storm. Yeah. Yes. On a bigger base. Yeah. So this this and snowstorm, like sudden suddenly it's becoming very difficult to bring a shooting crew into more and more Arcanist crews. Yeah. Because you could just throw one of these. Something like that in Neverborn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or never born. Uh, okay, so my, my one thing about the fragility of this model, Butterfly Jump is a good defensive tech as well as a middle of the storm. But if your opponent has something that has an out-of-action movement, like a leap or uh, any of the other things in the game, you're too like, moderates away from this model dying. Oh, yeah. Like me personally, I, I enjoy bringing the Arcane Emissary Uh Relatively, that thing is taking this thing out in in one activation. Charge, yeah. charge, dead. Yep. Fair. I just, like. I feel like 
incorporeal would be fine, and that's yeah. Replace flight with incorporeal, and it's because I mean you don't you don't need flight if you're if incorporeal. You have incorporeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. And then but, you can uh, also ignore terrain. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the difference between flight and incorporeal is that this ignores vertical distance, which isn't a huge so does, deal because so it's a place. Incorporeal does not. No, it doesn't. You mm-hmm. have to climb because incorporeal is not a place. See, I've been, I've just, been given different things on that every <laughs> no. time I've talked to someone. It's because the incorporeal model still has you know. to go the distance. The mm-hmm. place is just I place within. Yeah. Okay. That's a yeah. basic rules discussion. And oh. The other thing that it could be is that if this was intended as a as a scheme runner, then it isn't going to be in the middle of fight. It's less likely to see a big beater. But if it does, it's not going to live for very long. I don't think. Yeah. I think if you bring this thing, it's got to be play. It's got to play KG. Yeah. Yeah. It, what this does do, I think, is this goes up against other scheme runners and just squishes them. Yeah. It yeets them away from whatever they. Want. Yeah. And maybe that's the that's the aim here. This is a. In, instead of being an air slurred, this is a, uh, I don't know, first mate, kind of. I mean, not quite as good, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who would be? <laughs> okay. The other thing about giving it in corp as opposed to flight is that it's butterfly jump will then let it move through mm, enemy yeah. models. So you can't box it in. Or buildings or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, move on. Um, Drudge, step on me. Deacon Hillcrest. <laughs> He's he, he's a nice boy. I love this nice model. <laughs> yeah, every time, so freaking cool. every time this model, every time I see it, makes me regret not picking up the Karis Reva box at Gen Con, even though it's coming out like yep. this month. Like, yeah. I just I I love Deacon's model is on fucking point. Yep. Also, everyone wearing red in this book shops at the same like bolt of cloth red store. And it all looks great, and I'm very sad I can't, like, paint. That's the, the Burning Man official print. Yeah, that, that the limited like, Burning Man series. Yeah. So, completely minor gripe. Uh, reading his fluff, it feels like he should be a Rezzer more than an Arcanist. Yeah, that makes sense. Mostly because Rezzers they are They probably wouldn't take him into the Arcanist organization. Yeah, the fact that he is a, a, Although, a straight-up Burning Man cultist... Would probably be a red flag. On the other hand, like the Arcanist organization is a little fractured right now, so it, to be fair. Yeah. That, and Karis in is case, in charge of half of it. Yeah, she's in charge of the actual Arcanists. So yeah, and she he is her buddy. And Elijah's already there. He's former. Oh, that's fair. He's reformed, sir. <laughs> okay, not anymore. Um, his if it was never mentioned, his shtick is one he can prevent um, burning being removed by enemy effects. Within like six of him, which is incredibly useful for Karis because a condition removal of any kind really screws her up, especially on like the fire golem. Mm-hmm. And then he can also teleport friendlies to pyre markers, so extra movement. Hooray. Yeah. Though he does need a suit for that, but when he does it, it will be cool. You also have an upgrade that can just, you know, let him do that. Oh, I'm just, uh, just looking at his bonus action, the heal. Thinking about that in the context of Reva, when the first time you gain burning, you heal one. So his, his heal oh, in, in Reva is two, three, four. Gross. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, Neverborn. Marcus Alpha. He's going through his furry face. Catboy Marcus. Eli, it's your it's your faction. Do you know He's anything about faction. this Marcus? He seems yeah, he seems very <laughs> focused on murder this time as opposed to helping yeah. friends do the murdering. Uh the way he the way he puts out um upgrades is different and very cool. because uh, it's after this model declares an action may choose an Wait, no. What's the one? When they discard it, he can just put it on another. Sorry, I was... 
Yeah. Okay. After friendly beast model or chimera discards a mutation upgrade, it may attach that upgrade to another friendly beast or chimera within four or of itself that is not attached an upgrade this way this turn. So yeah, they they're he's not doing it. He's having his crew like pass around the upgrades. Mm-hmm. And it's table wide, so you yeah. When There's no limit on that, just as far as from him. Yeah, when when we've toyed around with this a little bit, it's been you kind of do instead of bubble Marcus, which everybody that's kind of how the original form played because he needs the card draw from it. This one turns into more like several strike team Marcus. Mm-hmm. Like send out your your beast of choice with a uh, uh, not an acolyte, the other ones. The other word for order initiate. Thank you, initiate. Send out your your beast of choice with an initiate, and they just throw upgrades back and forth all game. Mm-hmm. Also, he has the action Law of Meat, which is just fun to say. Yes. Yeah. Didn't he have that in Tui? He did. Yes. Yeah. Yay, bring him back Meat Law. Also, also. Does that make him a lawyer? Meat Law? Well, I mean, he's he he Why does Vogel have Law of Meat? That's a good question. Vogel needs Law of Meat. Can um, Vogel Law of Meat, you coward. I'm the best goddamn meat lawyer this side of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I will say Marcus uh, Alpha in one fell swoop is bringing smaller versions of gravity well technology yes. to two factions that did not have it before with his wilds of Malifaux. Uh, he has an aura four instead of six around him. It's treated as severe terrain and enemy models cannot be placed within aura four by enemy effects. Nice. Also, he leaps. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loves. Yeah, really seeing the uh, the magic Titania granted him showing in this one. Yeah. Speaking of Titania, hey Eli, talk about your tyrant queen. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, she's so pretty. She's, she's fucking pretty. gorgeous. Oh my god, Fa- this probably my favorite new sculpt of any of the masters right Fair. here. Yeah. I'm I'm honestly really hoping this will fit on a thirty mil, and I can just. Like sticky tack or magnetize the forty mil under it because the, the old one's still the, good. The old one's good. Don't get me wrong, but I'm going to enjoy is, painting this one a lot yeah. more because there's just more to do with it. Because she's uh, not okay. wearing a bed sheet. You I, coward! What you do is you use this one for the thirty mil. Yes, yeah, and then you sheet. wait for the, the iconic the new version. the iconic version and figure <laughs> out how to put that on a forty millimeter base. Done. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I love For those this. who don't know. We saw four of the iconic sculpts at Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Yes, one of them being Titania. Yes, the, this Titania specifically. What's she doing? Sorry, to uh, she is. No, you're good. Uh, she's boosting her crew in fun and various ways. One of the main ones being putting the uh, champion upgrade on friendly Fey minions, and they are which kicks ass going up. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, and yeah, they're, they're able to do all kinds of stuff. They get built in, um, suits because of it. They get to, all of her auras can be based off of them as well as her. But yeah, between, between the, the Queen's Champion and her, uh, her Royal Escort, where she can get her models all to move, um, and her Autumn Court, where Fey minions get plus one to duels outside of their activation with her. Uh, it's, it's also range injured and stunned. Like as yes, one action, God. just fuck you. Yes. Fuck mm-hmm. that. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Ouch. Yep, that's absolutely. gonna hurt. She yep, doesn't have an engagement though. Interesting. And then she pushes it towards the champion. Yeah. Because if she gets that trigger, because fuck you even more. 
Yep. Or into thorns because yeah, into thorns is she, good. Or into thorns. She yeah. doesn't need. She doesn't need an engagement. She's got people for that now. <laughs> she she has peasants for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's got a royal fucking guard for that. There you yep. go. As crappy as they are, let's bring up that argument again. <laughs> no, let's 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 not. Um. Yeah. No. She's also flaunting uh, Masamune. She's yeah. right there on her on her base. That's not going to at all end poorly. We've said that multiple. I've said that multiple times. I'm just just waiting, waiting, waiting excitedly for a little bit of a hubris moment with Titan because right now everything just seems to work for her. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's well, been luck, except the one really big thing that didn't work for her since she came back. <laughs> oh god, this is gorgeous! Thank you for the thank you for the dress, weird. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. 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 yes this is yeah. a dramatic glow up for for the queen. I'll, I'll, yeah, right. I like it. Ne- Nekama brood mommy. Big um, mommy. Amazing. Nekama. Love her. Way, way more fun to play uh, than original Nekima, but also I almost felt worse for my opponent playing her. I, I played her once, and um, by the end of, I, I didn't start out with any mature Nephilims. Uh, by the end of the second turn, I had gotten a mature Nephilim. It died, and then I got two more. And then I didn't end another turn without having two mature Nephilims <laughs> um, in my party. So you got three mature Nephilims in a turn. Yes. Uh, one yikes. of those one of those was a summoned uh, baby that grew up in two turns. Oh, jeez. It was brutal. I, I didn't end another turn without two mature Nephilims in my crew. It was I. It was fun and exhilarating for me. I felt bad for my opponent. Yeah, it doesn't sound like your opponent had much fun. Yeah. So is this like a something that possibly might need to be looked at later? Or you think it was just I, a your opponent didn't re- realize didn't how this would be understanding yet? Yeah, I set it up really well with what I call her pregame huddle uh, because she's got the blood has been spilled action, which has two important triggers for it, which is um, bloody banner, which is when resolving each friendly nephilim within two of the dropped corpse marker may draw a card and discard a card. So you do that and you completely resculpt your hand for that turn. Yep. Jesus. And then New yep. Brood, which allows you to summon a Terror Tot. And both times that you do this, you're dropping a Corpse Marker. Uh, and then she has a trigger on Only the Strong Survive, which allows you to put a Growth Token on a Nephilim model. And so that Terror Tot gets the Growth Token and then eats one of the meats. And boom, you have a Young or a Black Blood. Uh, you have two Black Bloods in the group with you, so they give everybody that's in that huddle focused too, and then you just throw that wave of all super-focused Nephilim at your opponent, and they have to deal with that. That doesn't sound like fun to play against, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Also, you've got the Noxious Nephilim now, like I said, giving you extra meat. You've got the... It's not going to go down yeah, it, either. Mm-mm. Yeah. Plus, it's slow enough that you're not putting it on the front line anyway, even if you want to. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's like your second wave beater if you need it, slash corpse provider. Yeah. Plus, you've still got Blood Hunter also giving you meat. So you got, you got that, lots of meat. I mean, that first turn, bam, you got four meat right there to, and <laughs> yeah. an extra growth token. Yeah. <laughs> I can't call it corpse markers anymore. It's meat. <laughs> it's meat for the babies. Baby meat. <laughs> it's not baby meat. It's meat for the if babies. If you have another game like that, just do the math and figure out how much extra soul stones you've gotten on the board. Because this sounds like it might actually be competing for Kirai. Where I mean, I... I Kira can what? I think the new one can put out almost an entirely new crew's worth of summon models. Something like that, yeah. I think some of them would have to die, but but still. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm. I watched at least part of that 20. game, and it was really cool to to see. I got twenty soul stones extra. Damn. Um, yeah, I watched that game, and it was cool to see. But at the same time, it was like cool, like watching a great white shark devour a baby seal. <laughs> Um, cause the, Jesus. Yeah. Cause the thing I thought was really cool when we first saw this card is it's like, oh, a, a schemey Nekama that, that it enables her crew to, you know, do some cool things. And it just turned into, nope, I'm just going to summon and murder. I'm like, plus you already have that. She's still tough. <laughs> yeah. She's not as killy, but like she just stayed in the back. And as soon as they tried to put people on my side to do things, she was like, okay, um, you slipped through. That's cool. I'm going to kill you now. Mm hmm. And yeah, as opposed to like murdery Nikima, it's Nikima that's providing more murder than she could have in her first iteration because yeah. there's going to be multiple. It's Nikima's learning to be a leader. Yeah, it's uh, it's a different style of murder. It's but... Nikima with people for that, as we've yeah. said previously. <laughs> and and again, it's that's after one game, kind of early to say, but yeah, yeah. something to keep an eye out okay. on. Yeah, um, we'd, we'd like pointing those things out that might be maybe issues. I yeah. just wish she had like a baby Bjorn with a Teratot in or something. Green or stuff exists. Yeah, okay, fair. Dreamer, Insomniac. Dreamer is, uh, he's, he's child again. I mean, he's uh, still a child. I mean, he's, he's been he's, a child. And he's no longer showing his more teenagery form. He's, he's very sleepy. He, he's because, less icy and more just grumpy PTSD. and PTSD. Yeah, his PTSD has caused him to revert to more childlike mentality. I mean, that's how I get when so, I'm tired. <laughs> Same. First edition, second edition Dreamer, the, the sleeping smock thing. Yeah. Third edition Dreamer, he's got decided to dress himself up like a tough. And now that he's sleepy, he doesn't go back to the smock. He's got like legit pants and shit. Yeah, Jimmy jams. He's got like decent which pajamas. Which I feel like are something. I feel like it's what he's wearing Earthside, but also doesn't make sense because like his house burned down. Mm-hmm. I feel like clean pajamas feel... is something you wouldn't have. Well, but I mean, of course, his family's rich, so how? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, is, is it, isn't he like into like isn't his family wealthy? So like, they probably were able to He's afford fine. a new set of decent pajamas for the kid. Yeah, they probably figured out some way to actually make a profit off of the London burning down. Oh God, are they insurance salesmen? I mean, his, his dad for sure got eaten. Rip. F and chat for Dreamer's dad. They don't really talk about his mom, but his dad got eaten. Well, it's not like neither either of them matter to this child. That's true. Thoroughly neglected. I mean, you're assuming that, but you don't actually know anything about him. They, they, we haven't actually gotten real information about his life on Earth in the flood. I thought from blurbs they'd kind of implied that he's been thoroughly neglected by his parents because they think he's fucking weird. Yeah, because he sees weird magical nightmare creatures. Yeah, they're probably like, oh, this child is an embarrassment to us, so we'll just have, yeah. we'll not talk it, it, about it. It's one of those, like, bad understanding of psychology where they're like, oh, this child's weird. Let's, um, do some weird psychoanalysis experiments on him. And then that just drives him into weird nightmare summoning psychoses. It just keeps, mm-hmm. you know, snowballing. Yeah. But how does he play? Uh, yeah, so he, Buries himself. He doesn't summon much, but he can summon Chompy, which is nice because being able to be uh, aggressive with Chompy is always fun. And getting to have him back is, you know, any Karai player will tell you that's nice. Um, uh, he gets to, he, they have a new way of balancing the uh, lucid dreaming card removal because 
you have to use those cards now that are removed because as soon as you get above uh, five cards, end of the next activation, Dreamer's Burying, and then all of the cards from your hand and the removed cards swap, and while he's buried, the cards that are out of the game are being discarded back into your deck or into your discard pile. Okay, so his bury is on a timer, and you're, yeah. effect- you're effectively, your lucid dreaming cards, you are sculpting them into your second hand every turn. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you have good hand sculpting, but you no longer have good deck sculpting. Okay. Not that first dreamer has good deck sculpting anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Sad day there. I'm sorry, Eli. <sighs> I, like, I am. I, getting Getting nerfed twice doesn't feel good. To me, it's the, the important thing. If I have time to talk about this, it's that's fine. That... I figured I, I I figured we'd end it at Neverborn actually because we aren't we aren't even halfway done. We're almost two hours into this recording, so we just do, need the, to second do the second half. Yeah, as a second yeah. recording. Yeah, I cannot think of any other example of a master that has an ability specifically placed on their card, the purpose of which is to make their own keyword models less effective. That yeah. was the whole oh, point fair. of it: is to make that ability on all of his minions less effective. It's to the point we've been talking about this, and Eli's been strongly considering, like, how effective would a a Chompy-led Dreamer crew be? Because they're not bound by that limitation on lucid dreaming, if Dreamer's not in the crew. Yeah. So just Chompy can deck sculpt the hell out of his deck, and And if you need summoning, you still got uh, Widow Weaver Weaver. or Vasilisa. Mm -hmm. Or both. You can't... uh... Can you lead with him? Since he yeah, he's a... got an ability that says that he can be the... Okay. Same with Huggy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends on how much you need the summoning. But again, you have Vasilisa and Widow Weaver, who you can pretty easily set up to do basically backup nightmare summoning. Yeah, and they can still summon... With very uh, little effort. Yeah, relatively. And, and they can still summon Stitch together. Which yeah. Dreamer can't now. Anyway, we're talking about the new stuff. Yeah. I think we've mostly been positive in this record. Yeah. Like, no, and good God, we're, we're excited. The yeah. thing is, like, we've seen that we all got our book at Gen Con. So we've gone through all of the, like, oh, this is awesome, this is awesome, this is awesome. We've stewed on it long enough for us to get salty because we're assholes. Let's be perfectly honest. <laughs> well, and this isn't even salty at the new stuff. This is the, the Dreamer errata has been around long enough that. Eli's dug into it and and was really trying to figure it out because Dreamer's his boy. He might be my number one recommendation for just a full rewrite of a card. Yeah, that's fair. See, I was I was looking at it on if they were going to essentially roll essentially roll back the errata they did as far as the lucid dreaming goes. I don't know why they they pulled out the stitch together summoning. I'd add it back in by itself. Yeah, it's not a bad thing by itself. But if if the builds of just, like, let me lucid dream out half my deck because I'm bringing all minions were the problem. Don't errata Dreamer's card. Make it a rules errata. Make it a rules errata of only ten cards can ever be removed from a deck at a given time. And make it like a hand, so if you go over that, you you discard down to the, the max limit. And that not only helps Dreamer, Dreamer's crew still be effective... Uh, while limiting them in a way that doesn't let you remove half of your deck, but it also opens them up to better like game design possibilities for everyone else in the game. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think I think Lucid Dreams falls into that same category. We see other things falling into of 
things with uncapped numbers that are unusual are often bad for the game. Yes. But yeah. So weird, you can have that one for free. Um, <laughs> we'll expect okay. that on the next errata, Kyle, of course. Kyle, I'll, uh, I'll send you my PayPal information. You can just forward that to me. <laughs> wait, wait, how, how many uh, uh, Steam tokens does Kyle get that he can turn into a, a better uh, version of Coward Title uh, for, for implementing that one? Well, I'll have to do it first to find out. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a barter system, sir. I'm sorry, Kyle. <laughs> Matt, you too. I'm not forgetting about <laughs> In fact, both men. I just talked to Kyle Moore. <laughs> okay, so uh, which dreamer do you like more, Eli? Uh, I don't. I I enjoy the original playstyle of original dreamer, but now that he's the way he is, I don't. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I, this your your upcoming tournament might be the first tournament I ever play where I don't bring dreamer at all. But Spicy then you wouldn't be able to field the sexy centipede lady. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah, does. Lady yeah, <laughs> oh my God! Please do not color that internet. Do oh, not. Uh, no, Roman and I already calling her Lady Yummy. Yep. But at least you know what the proper pronunciation is. Don't just don't spread that to people that don't know any better. Uh, okay, internet. It's Lady Yummy. Thank you. But it's Lady Yummy. It's Lady Yummy, because it's more right, funny. I volunteer to edit this episode so let's I can not, this shit out. Nope, this not, one's all mine. Okay, anyways, let's move away from kink-shaming Dreamer. Uh, Euripides, old one-eye. Uh, is super cool. Is a 40k character. I'm pretty sure old one-eye existed before 40k. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a reference, that it's an actual reference to Odin, but the term I, I, Odin I was heard, there I heard before the 40k. I heard the term. I think I have that straight. I heard, okay, let, let's just be make my fucking joke, Eli. Jesus, I heard the term old one eye from 40k before I like learned up on Odin. You Jesus. see, the lore of 40k happens before Earth lore. Therefore, happens before the Norse. Therefore, is first. <laughs> Odin invented 40k. Let's move on. Fuck, I almost spit my drink out. <laughs> Literally almost spit on my drink. 40k is Odin's self-insertion fanfic. <laughs> how, um, how does does a giant How does a giant chunky boy of Euripides yes. have a defense of six? He foresees where the attack's gonna be, so he just but he, he doesn't. He That's there. his thing. He can't do that anymore. He absolutely Except he can, can because Titania told him to carve some fucking cool runes on his okay, skin. Let's, or let's not talk about that because that made me mad, and I'm saving oh, it because for the it was such review. a it was such a light sacrifice to literally have to carve runes into his own. I'll just hand you a knife and see how you enjoy carving things into your entire body. If I get superpowers out of it, you act like it was. He he didn't clip his nails. He took a fucking magic sacrifice dagger. And carved his skin open. Yeah, all that over. stuff heals on like an eyeball. What? Like he's already taken an eyeball off over. His... Eyeballs don't grow back. Yeah. He just now has cool scars. She gave him cool scars. And he's After got... torturing himself for hours. He, yeah. Now he's magically even more powerful. Gigant cause... bitches dig scars. Mm. Yep. <laughs> also, like, defense, defense six on a big slow monster, like... Tell that to the whiskey golem and the uh, intrepid emissary. They don't care either. 
Yep. Mm. That's defense six and seven right there, and they are made of wood and stone, respectively. I'm, I'm assuming Intrepid Emissary is because of that big old shield, and anyone that plays D&D knows exactly how much your defense is boosted by a shield. That's true. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that's, that's just me making a joke. It's like, six, yeah. six! Okay, the six makes sense, but not the other six. Not the first six. The six <laughs> makes sense, but not the six. <laughs> Alright, what's he actually doing? He's uh, doing... Uh, Card blood fuckery. sacrifices, yeah, <laughs> lasers. <laughs> he he, like his his, his best attack moves a friendly, and his bonus action can pulse out a bunch of heal if he happens to have a lot of markers in one place. Which is haven't you heard? Team. He always has all of the markers. He always has a million rune tokens to make six attacks a turn. Yes. I mean, like I feel like he'll probably be topped off a lot. Okay, let's go through. He's got tokens. He can have at most three on his person. He always gets one when a, basically a friendly savage takes damage within six of them, which includes himself. Which also means that whenever... Ten. Oh, even better. And, you know, size four. It means like it's... He can... Anyways. This also works for old ways, so if you're planking yourself, he's getting... The, the room tokens. And then whenever a friendly model in that te- 10 inch, still 10 inches? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes uh, an opposed duel, he can look at the top three cards of either deck and remove any cards he wants. Discarding uh, a rune token to do that. Yeah. Yes. And it's it's not a, a it's any duel. Not oh, opposed. Any yeah. Oh, even better. But, so you can still remove cards. cards. You can non-joker. You can remove cards from your opponent's deck even when you're doing simple duels that don't involve them whatsoever. Nice. Great. Great. I feel like I feel like that is a maybe a fluff oversight. Like I feel like that shouldn't happen, but I'm fine with him doing it for simple duels. Just his own deck. Anyways. But yeah, that's just I mean it's going to be difficult. It's going to be more difficult to hit savage models without positive flips or focus for that matter. And cheating. Cheating is always going to win anyways, because you can cheat. He doesn't stop cheating. But, yeah, he's just a card drain, I think. And uh, marker removal. Mm-hmm. If I'm, like, everyone has... every Everyone everyone has marker removal now, except for, like, Arcanists. Neverborn's general marker remover, removal... No, you guys got, you guys tied, got good it's stuff. It's tied to Masters. Mm-hmm. Okay, so same as Arcanists. Yeah. It's but almost same. like they want you to play with multiple Masters in order to use all the cool shit. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous! Why would they want us to do that? I can't imagine, yeah. and it's it's fun. How dare they? Uh, anything anything else interesting on old Mister One Eye? Uh, I love the new sculpt, and I hope that it's massive, unlike his current sculpt. It's true. It'd be nice to have a Euripides sculpt that is actually size four. Mm-hmm. Yay! But I like. I like just here's some meat. Meat. <laughs> Neverborn meat faction. Fun fact, hepatomancy is what you do when you sacrifice an animal and then do the auguries with their flesh. Yeah. Delicious. Fun fact. Fun fact. Can we just start calling him One-Eyed Yuri? Yeah. Okay, thank you. But both are you one-eyed. Heard it here, internet. Lady Yummy and One-Eyed Yuri. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, we, do we move on? <laughs> do, we, do we move on to one of like one of my other favorite skulls in the game now? Are you, are you talking about Zoraida Swamp Hag? Zoraida Swamp Hag. Crazy Zoraida? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say it for all the, all the Bayou folk, though. Zoraida doesn't count. <laughs> Note how we're talking about her in the Neverborn section. Crazier, Zoraida. You could absolutely paint this one green. Yep. She she just looks like she's having so much fun. I, yeah, I yes. do like angry battle granny Zoraida. It is nice. So, like, according to the fluff, Burning Man shows up and just kind of ruins all of her plans. 
So since she's been laid off due to the economy, she's just gonna <laughs> go, she's gonna do whatever she she's gonna have some fun. Obeys in this economy. She's gonna go <laughs> indulge in her hobby of moth collecting and, moth collecting. and big chaos energy. <laughs> she's got a she's got a freaking turtle shell made out of moths. It's beautiful. Like other people like to pin them in cases. She's like nah. I'm aware of them. Titania made her wrong about one thing, and she took it very personally. <laughs> <laughs> I yep. just, I, I want her to just go off the deep end where she acts like the crazy kooky hermit now in, in the fluff. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you show up at her hut, and she's got, like, mm. she's trying on a moth beard for the first time. It, it's like Yoda at the beginning of, um... Empire? That one movie. Oh, yeah, Empire, where, like, you you don't know he's actually, like, an, inte- you know, like, wise Jedi Master. You just think he's some weird swamp monster. That's yep. the Sarita. Sarita is the weird swamp monster. Sarita, crazy Muppet. The <laughs> crazy Muppet Sarita. She kind of looks like a Muppet. Yep. Uh, How does she play? Uh, I mean, she summons other Muppets. Yeah, she <laughs> she, she actually summons puppets. Shit. So yeah. she, she is the Muppet Master. Yeah, she can summon puppets, which includes her voodoo doll, any of the effigies, wicked dolls, and um, marionettes. Mannequins. Mannequins. That's it. Mannequins. That's the one thing. Not mannequins. We're, we're, in- we're gonna need a a box of just the puppets she can summon, and they all need to be alt sculpts looking like our favorite Muppets, but the off brand, so that you don't get sued. <laughs> yes. Legally distinct. Give us Muppet effigies. Mysterious yeah, effigy is Gonzo, or I'm mad. Yeah, they're, they're nuppets. Also, also she can just like fully boost Ginza. a single model, a single Swamp Fiend model every turn, which. Makes McTavish mm. potentially viable, or makes her <gasps> new makes her new model a huge monster potentially. Um, it's already a huge monster. It becomes an even huger monster and an even hugerer huger monster huger. in Bayou, where you can give yep. it a trench coat. <laughs> ah, yes. But is it bigger than Alphonse? Yes, Which I don't think it's possible. Yes, no, it is. Uh, Kurgan officially is the biggest potential model in the game at size six with New Zoraida. Yay! Woo. Okay, big boy. Do we move on, or are we still yeah, gushing about it? Yeah. Um, oh, one more thing. She has an execute trigger that turns things into gups, which is amazing. Yes. Fuck you. Yep. It's the best. Also, Gupify. Um, yeah. Gupify is the best trigger in the game. Yeah, I, yeah, Bar none, hands down. Game. I agree. I can turn you into a fucking frog. So good. Beautiful. Uh, now going multiple from frogs. a hilarious sculpt to a beautiful sculpt. Pandora. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rocking uh, the I, Jesse from Pokemon haircut. Oof, no. too true. Can't unsee that now. You're welcome. Pandora, Tyrant Torn. Oh god, uh, is Dorian her James? Yes. Oh my god. They protect oh, the no. world from devastation. Have fun with that. <laughs> uh so yeah, she's you now got both despair and fortune in the box vying for control and so this is a pandora with a bit of fortune a bit of despair kind of working on her card it's great she's got a cool duality i like how she's sporting the bright red that the one half of fortune died so i guess she's his new red half thing died i thought it it got chopped up into a bunch of soul stones yeah oh okay also, uh, makes sense that they're Jesse and James, because she's basically playing, playing Pokemon with tyrants in that box. Yay! He's gotta catch them all. I think we have some, I think we have the next nightmare box. I can't wait till 5th <laughs> edition where Pandora has every tyrant in the box. Just make sure you, you publish this, this nightmare box this year, so, because really Neverborn need an alt box. It's been so long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, clearly. 
No, Neverborn don't get nice things. It, it's even... It, I mean, it's been a whole Neverborn year. gets nice models. We don't get nice mechanics. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't think you can say that after this book. Mm, fair. Who's played her? Because I haven't. I have. Yes. Hey! Well, then talk. Uh, y'all were talking. Speak words. Be rude. She's a summoner now. You can target an enemy with stun, and you can summon woe minions. Or if you use the trigger, which you, you have to have the suit to summon anyway, uh, you can remove stun remove stunned. Remove stunned and summon in the poltergeist, and it's super nice because you can just be insanely aggro with the poltergeist because it's got that two inch aura of your willpower sucks. Yep. Uh, and having that on a crew that's all based on hurting your willpower is really nice, especially a, a primary quote unquote primary summoner that doesn't change the target number based on what she's summoning mm-hmm. and doesn't attach an upgrade. It just gives them the old slow. Yeah. And speaking of giving it slow, her uh, compounding emotions bonus action allows her to take a condition off of two models and then put a new condition on them, and it can't be the same condition. Uh, So that model you just summoned that has slow, you just take off that slow, and it's fast now. Yep. And some other thing is now focused one or whatever. Yeah. Or you can do that to your enemies, because like, oh, hey, your cool, important model has stunned. Well, actually, I'm taking that off and giving it slowed, so enjoy that. Oh, you gave it focus two? Looky, injured two. It's a, uh, it's it, a value it, of plus one. Value of plus one, you are But correct. yeah, you can throw injured on a model. You can, Yeah, it's super fun. Yep. Um, one thing that's a little bit disappointing once I realized it, but it's not like horrible, is compounding motions does not affect Pandora herself. Mm, okay. It is it is a pulse, so she can't change her own conditions. Conditions, thank you. Also, can't heal and can't herself. Heal herself. With the trigger, yeah. I mean, that seems fair. That, yeah. It is fair. It was just I, I was mid game when I realized that fact. I could see where that'd be frustrating, but that seems very fair. Yeah. Huge boon to her is the uh, the wicked dolls. They can put threaten, give her adversary, whatever your opponent is. Your opponent's now attacking on all positives, which seems like a bad thing, except she has a luck thief. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was fighting against Nikima. Nikima herself was attacking Pandora. Pandora ended up going from four wounds to eight wounds. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I think. And Nikima healed my Pandora. I think from here out, if you're playing against Pandora, you almost have to consider bringing a beater that is not in your. Yeah, I, I think you mm-hmm. bring multiple keyword options. If or you at least some versatiles that don't have the same keyword as you. Honestly, it's not that hard to kill. The well, the problem the problem is Roman. If they, if even if the versatile with your keyword, they still have your keyword. So if she has adversary, well, that I'm, keyword. I'm saying grab a versatile with a different keyword, or oh, okay, just a, a blank threaten twice. Yeah, that's true. But if you <laughs> want to spend the cards push that through, go for it. Um, it's super easy to threaten. Yeah, I know. I, I do want to point out uh, as far as we're. We were talking a minute ago about Neverborn getting nice things. She is our third Neverborn master in this that has ranged stunned on an attack. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Pandora. And she does have the longest range and the best damage track to go with it. But Zoraida also has that with a small damage track at a shorter range with her Guppify attack. A Hmm. spiky damage track. Yeah. That is a 135, which is pretty spicy. Yeah, and then as we mentioned, Titania has the injured one and stunned. Yeah. So, yeah, stunned and Neverborn. It's a thing. They spooking you. Stunned and my Neverborn? (laughs) More likely than you think. (laughs) All right. Any other thoughts on her before we jump over? Yeah. 
I don't have a whole lot of thoughts on anything. All these cards are purple to me. <laughs> Even the one that's half brown. But she doesn't I have count. to understand that one. <laughs> and something I didn't realize until now, and it can't be done with the doll, but I guess it can probably be done with Pandora herself. You can hand out adversary, but you can also just hand out adversary enemy, because that exists in the game. Uh, doesn't threaten specify it's, a keyword? Yeah, threaten does, but Pandora can. Because oh, she doesn't specify okay. keyword. She can just so, give you a okay. condition. Whatever versatiles or out-of-keyword stuff you're bringing, you can still make sure they're getting positives. That's what you want to do, which is gross. Mm. Thank you, Nelly, for proving that exists. Goddamn you, Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now the, the models that aren't masters. Cultgeist. Super Cultgeist. cool. Cultgeist. Cultgeist. Uh, Cold Ghost. I, I love that. The, this, this, the art for them is so cool. Yes. It does look really cool. That's going to be a cool it's, model. It's, it's better than what was in Through the Breach, but again, also, I'm, I'm happy that they're redoing artwork that was in Through the Breach for these guys. I'm curious what the other ones look like, too. Yeah, because it is a minion! Mm-hmm. Mobile. Minion 3. Yep. Mobile three of them. That is it's December 7th. It is the, the final nail in the coffin to bringing Boltungen with Euripides, because why, <laughs> you've got this for five stones, why would you even bring a... Yeah, the, mo- the mobile ice pillar effect is just, that's going to do a lot for Euripides. <laughs> Yeah. Plus, like, yeah, you can remove them, and they're they're still there. Yep. So, like, all of your all of your jump through ice pillars things that you can do in the oh, yeah, Savage just, Crew. Uh, yep. Just, as long as you can shove the Kaltgeist up there, like you can get there. Yeah. They do yep. suffer two damage with them, but that's probably yeah, worth it fine. in certain effects. Yeah. I take it back. I don't want it to be a Pokemon um, alternate crew. I want Pandora to be the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Anyway, is it because of all the blood? It's just because of all the, the red yeah, goo. Just, I was just saying, because if, if anyone's going to be the Kool-Aid man, wasn't it going to be Hoffman, who's like blowing through buildings whatever, with bulldoze? <laughs> <laughs> or Von Schill, okay. one of those okay, two. Okay, fair. Okay, fair. I was just making a joke due to reveals retaliation. Aramanthian boar. Aramanthian boar! It's a oh pig! My God. It's a pig! <laughs> so you, good. You a fey pig! <laughs> Amazing! I, we we hear we can. hear stand Aramanthian boar. Even absolutely. If it's, even if it's much better for Titania than Ulix, I absolutely love this thing. It's great. It is it is a good soldier for uh, Titania. It is a good friend for Ulix. <laughs> yes, it it is it is a decent option for Ulix, and I think Titania is going to love this thing. Absolutely, like, just all the all the weird terrain movement effects that this thing can do mm-hmm. are ridiculous. It's, it's getting places. It is absolute. Plus, with it's already six movement. Yeah. Because, I mean, Ulix on his own has a bunch of movement effects, so he probably doesn't need all the bonus movement that you would get from being in a fake keyword. But in a fake keyword, this thing is just gonna. It's gonna be wherever. Yeah. Like, it, it'll be all over the board. This this pig will be unstoppable. And it's a giant moss skeleton pig, so 10 out of 10. Big, great model. Best, best purple model in this book. <laughs> Solid uh, Princess Mononoke reference, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I should yeah. probably watch that movie. You should. It's good. You you would appreciate the thirty to fifty wild hogs. It's my wife's literal favorite movie, and I haven't seen it, so uh, you I should, should, probably, should fix that. I should probably you watch this the, movie. Yeah. Wait, Katie likes good movies. <laughs> At least one or two. Okay. For all three of you out there that like uh, lore fluff, Theramanthian Boros is one of the trials of Hercules that he uh-huh. had. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Which I, is I fitting for Ulix as well. In one of our photowns, uh, I said a savage pig model would be a good idea, but yep. uh, 
Titania works works as well. Dorian Crow, the purple purple model in this game. He's very purple. He is almost hundred percent purple. He is I, so damn good. Even his white would, gloves are lavender. I would argue that he may be the reason that Lucius is upset that he lost the the most high fashion award this year at Oof. whatever uh, Oof. whatever Neverborn fashion show they were at. Because yep. yeah, he's strutting from a a performer standard or from a performer standpoint i love the fact that we once again finally have a like tank model that can just hold an area as opposed to run past it six times before someone else can actually get to it yeah i'm excited for this also another bot model with boring conversation yeah <laughs> anytime you get boring conversation on a model it's like oh no fuck yep. this thing yeah yep plus incorporeal opportunist on distracted now so we got some distracting oh, stuff. Man, you're gonna he's, have. He's got some some movement tricks. Boring conversation. You're gonna need that trigger number ten willpower duel. But if you got that pol- uh, poltergeist nearby, you're on a negative for that, so you can't <sighs> cheat it. Yep. <sighs> ah. Yeah. Or Harada. Yeah. Oh, Harada mm. does that too. Fuck that. Oh, he puts you on negative if you have distracted. Yep. No, it's just negatives to willpower duels. Oh, really? Huh. Uh, I think the one he does is he does. Uh, you ignore all positives. On your duels and damage flips. I'm gonna use my phone for this. What? I would like to know. Using the best dang app ever. Thanks, DZ. DZ Destruction. Enemy models within two inches of this model suffer negatives to willpower duels. Nice. Wow. Yeah, that's just the exact thing. Yep. I totally missed that the last time I I tried the two of them together. We just didn't know it. Yeah. (laughs) I I did try the two of them together just holding the center, and it it was pretty good. I felt really good about it. I would like to think that Harada is like the only interesting thing Dorian has ever seen. <laughs> they are they are you, best friends. Yeah, no, this this is not I look at this man and this this you look at this model, this is not a straight man. No. <laughs> this no, is truth. this isn't even close to a straight man. This man is wearing a feather cape. Just putting that, that out there. I love yep. him. Yep, he's great. Um, what's the, what's the line from Helsinger Bridge? There's no one alive who can even fathom my sexuality, so yep. check your privilege. <laughs> oh god, he would actually... <laughs> the Kurgan. Yep. Kurgan! The Kurgan. lump! He's the, a good boy! The, the swamp lump, who is officially <laughs> the potentially biggest model in the game in Bayou, because he is Seeker Swamp Fiend. This is Zoraida's new giant lump obey turret, if you're using Zoraida 1 or... Whatever you're doing with Zoraida too, making him huge. He seems fun. Like he's 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 got yeah. a lot of movement. He's an eight stone, just big movement base. Like you're moving, you're moving every model you ever wanted to move with him, and then some. Like he seems really good. He's the closest I, thing to having the board as a model in your crew. Exactly, yeah. and he also has a little voodoo doll doing like a little charge. <laughs> Drive me closer, Kurgan. I want to hit them with my tiny sword. <laughs> I adore the fluff for the Kurgan. Yep. Yes. <laughs> lazy gremlins caused a toxic biohazard of magic. And then and then Jedza and Zoraida have to do dual custody for this <laughs> giant got, swamp lump. He's got two divorced moms. He's got moms. two moms. He's got two witch mommies. Two two witch mommies and lazy gremlin uncles. <laughs> That's the Kurgan. Yeah. It looks like also um, Seeker has another weird owl you're going to have to perch on a model. Heck yeah. 
Morgan has an owl on one of those branches. I guess that's the secret tie-in. The owl branch. What twig and branch? There we go. I'm sorry. Klaus. Yeah, we have Klaus. a uh, a confirmed Neverborn starter crew here at the end of the Neverborn section. Klaus. Is, Klaus is amazing. Yep. For those who know through the breach, uh, know this guy is an information broker of ill repute. Has it been officially confirmed, or is it just plain obvious because it is a henchman and enforcer and two minions? Yeah, I don't think it's been I, officially okay, yeah. It seems it's, very obvious. It's there. Plus its own keyword, it, which yeah, hasn't it, happened for any of the other stuff. Yeah, if, if you look at the rest of the book, the, 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 the things that are in starter boxes are a henchman, well, other than the Bayou ones, but the things that aren't attached to it, you know, with dual keywords are the starter boxes and their four models. This is the Neverborn starter, guys. Yeah. It's got, yeah. So close. Yeah, the, and the, the keyword, the grim keyword is added so that they can do some synergistic things within themselves, which is super nice. Yep, they're playing around with some shielded, which is nice for uh, Neverborn as kind of a way of, you know, we're, we're not known for, you know, big armor or something, but we have some, some more tough actions yeah. here, or models here, rather. Uh, having disguised and infiltrator and face in the ground crowd all together is super cool. And forcing a discard when he activates. And forcing a discard, yes. Kind of cool. I I wish it was a, a random, random discord, discard be because nice. it would just fit Klaus like pulling out information that you don't know he has. But, oh no, that's just me, me nitpicking at this point. I really like him. He's very fun looking. Uh, draw out secrets. I love that as a trigger. It's it's just a really nice trigger to have, and having more of that in my faction is always going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. Hildegard. Does, okay, go ahead. I was just asking, because I was looking at the press for information bonus action, does he have a way to see the enemy's hand? Or is that just you guess and then hit, hit the... I don't think he does, scene? but there's a few ways to do that in faction. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he might so have some interesting be, synergies. I like that. Euripides can do that. Uh, Dreamer can do that. New right. Dreamer. Hildegard. 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 She's pretty. Klaus is, Klaus is girlfriend. Well, I love this art. Klaus is her boyfriend. I don't yeah. know if Klaus considers him her his girlfriend. I think he's just scared of her because she's scary. She got the jaws. Like, but isn't that the basis of a good relationship? She's, yeah. Yeah, fair. As far as healthy relationships goes, this is probably one of the best ones in Malifaux. I love it. It's, it's kind of adorable, honestly. Just because it's is, mostly she's... harmless. Yeah. yeah. She is fluff-wise a woe, but she is not getting that uh, in her keywords. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. She's versatile. She she also brings some card draw and some uh, potential healing for her or Klaus, which is pretty great. Also, take by the hand is nice, just in general. Yes. Uh, unassuming demeanor is always fun, which she has, which is great. Yeah. She also apparently, like Capellius, likes eating eyeballs. Who doesn't like eating eyeballs? I... I the on my eye trigger just because it's all in caps is it's always it stands out on every card it's on. Listen, <laughs> Olivia Bernard apparently likes eyeballs too. Then if that's the cap, that's she just likes to hurt eyeballs. And Mad Dog and Mad Dog, yeah. Mad Dog yeah. That, yeah. The implication there is he's shoving the cigar that's in true, the yeah. eyeball. No, I could definitely see Hildegard eating someone's eyeball. That's fair. It's about context. Yeah. Also, speaking of all purple. Mm-hmm. That that's, true, that's true. <laughs> yep. She's trying to match Dorian for purple. Yep. And it's not quite there. She's shown a bit too much arm. So looking at this, I feel like she's trying to fill in, in her own way, a similar 
crew slot to Serena because mm-hmm. she has a little bit of healing for herself or Klaus. She has a trigger on her melee for heal two. She has a trigger on her tactical action for a pulse heal. She like it's not big heal flips, but, but it's, it's a little bit here and a little bit there. Heals, yeah, yeah, and she's yeah, I, useful I, outside of that. Yeah, she's going to be a fun model and good for helping keep things alive. How many parts do we think that fan is going to be in? Oh all? God, we don't make those jokes anymore. It, it, it's zero. Fair. It's 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 preassembled. It's going to be a starter yeah. box. Oh, dope. So even better. One, yeah. one, one one whole part. We can make that joke here because it, 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 it is part. going to be one part. The, the part Excellent. is Hildegard. And it's going to look good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to start complaining about having to glue models on bases now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Why couldn't they come on the base? <laughs> Steamforge can do it with, with God tier, and they do everything right. R- Red cat. Every, everyone knows. <laughs> I'm done with that joke. Yeah. yeah I mean... <laughs> Sorry, guild ball players. We accept your apology. They aren't that. I love red caps. They are so cute. And I want to hug them. So cute. Also a five stone minion with trail of gore. Like, let's fucking go. I love that. Mm -hmm. My only regret is that they're not four stones and Zoraida can't summon them. Yep. That would be nice, but that's probably amazing to live for it. I mean, she can just take them in Neverborn. Mm -hmm. That seems Uh, fun. They are grim and puppet. They're also fairly speedy with Rush. They will get up and hurt you. And between that, their armor and their ability to get shielded. Yeah, with rush six, uh, with rush, they're effectively move six. So, yeah, they're they're a nice little minion. Yep, they um, can also reduce that shielded to add rams to dual totals, so they can get that crit strike, crit strike baby, built in. Mm-hmm. Another five stone minion that puts uh, Boltungen to shame. Yeah, I was actually looking <laughs> at these, going okay. If these with these coming in, I wonder what they're going to do to blood wretches. Oof! Because I was yeah, I was looking blood at blood wretches the other day, and I keep looking at them by Why themselves. Are you they're honestly, at them? because honestly, by themselves, they're not horrible. They're just not reliable at what they what you want them to do. So I, I feel like they don't have a job. Yeah, and I I feel like about the same thing for them and the the asylum boys in guild. Like both of them need a little a little tweak to get them to. Not overshadow some of the new stuff coming out, but to to have their own identity to compete. The old 2E starter box needs a little bit of help. Yeah. Um, Also, I want to point out, these red caps are size 1, so you can hide them in all kinds of shadows. They're so cute! Yeah. Cute puppet boys! (laughs) I love love them so much. I'm going to slap so much blood for the blood god on them. (laughs) Just dunk (laughs) it. Just dunk (laughs) it in the blood for the blood god pot. Just don't paint even the, paint, paint, don't even paint. paint. I'm gonna paint the feet wooden brown, and then I'm gonna dunk the rest of the model. It has blood on the whole top. <laughs> oh, it's like a dream sickle of pain. <laughs> okay, so oh, we've uh, we've decided that we're going to end it here because this is half of the the entire half game, the factions, and we are two and a half hours into the recording. So because we don't know how to shut up. Uh, some of us more than other. Mm. I mean, <laughs> what is it again? What we say, like eighty some odd models. This was going yeah. to be long, anyways. It was going to yeah. be so, long. yeah. And we we like to talk. If that wasn't, if that was so, no. We get except for maybe through. Eli. But I'll get to go It'll full be... crazy in the next yes. episode, so it'll be fine. Yeah. We got through a good amount. There there will be less in the next ones because we won't have the uh, other side starter box to go over. Yeah, but not a ton, not a ton but. Less, 
my faction. Uh-huh. Right, but it's your episode. faction versus like the three of ours main together. Oh, but there will be three starter boxes in there. Uh, that's true. Never I mind. Could I could do wrong. a lot of talking about a lot of yeah. buyers. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm so, aware, and I can help. <laughs> so, so, so some fun wrap up stuff. Okay. Let's go over our favorite new model and why Ooh. they're our favorite from each faction. Okay. Sculpt uh, or card? Okay. It's up to you. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Making it tricky for yeah. me. Yeah. Are we yeah. doing We're doing each faction? Yeah, why not each faction? Okay. Uh, I guess start easy. us off, Doug. Oh. Y- you or me? You. You're, okay. the, you're thought, usually the you first said, one. I thought you said I, I could start us off, Doug. Sorry. I mean, I, I, can, I can start in guild. I'm good Perdita, at that. Perdita. Yeah. Mm. Ortega. Yeah. Nephilim Hunter. By far, oh god! I first off, I love the sculpt. I like it better than than current Perdita, less of the booba. Um, but the fact that it's just bringing her into competitive Malifaux because she was she was really lacking. I think think we can all agree behind that. But also, I'm like really ex- excited for the way her summoning works, as well as like the, yeah. the additional cards thing. So it's like it's the model most where I was like I don't own this, but I really want to own it. Uh, mm-hmm. Am I going to be playing for Dina now? Oh, she, dang, she dude, don't don't taunt me. I don't <laughs> have any money. I right will. Now. I will absolutely taunt you. Taunting is happening right now. She's so pretty. I have her because, of course, I brought the Ophelia box, and that's where my favorite model in faction is Sly. I think Sly's really good for guild, and I love him in Ken. Oh my god. And I mean, Ophelia is my second choice because, like, she's actually making me interested in like Ophelia. Mm. Uh, the Perdita seems really. This Perdita seems really fun, and I'll still get to run Sly. And Sly is hilarious, and I think I think some guild players should try him out because I think I think he has a really good place in uh, just just for false claim alone and all the weird. I mean, hell, he'd be a good one to pair with a Gatling gunner just because you shoot, you move, he'll move, and then he'll get you'll you'll get an action or you know. It, I'd have to look at it to figure out the whole action chain there, but I think I think Sly and a Gunner might be an interesting combo hmm. to think about. Eli, how about you? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, mechanically, obviously my favorite is going to be Lucius. Art-wise, he loses out just just by a hair because the Disease Containment Unit is such a gorgeous... Fair. Fucking, I love it so much. You just pulled those exact two models it's- out of my brain. Like, <laughs> They're both yes. very Malifaux. <laughs> Well, I guess uh-huh. Roman has to come up with something else. Well, in that case, I'm going to go with uh, mechanics-wise. The disease containment unit is just great because a, a mass oh, movement trick is, is this fucker need to be what Guild has. Coward. And uh, Lucius just looks spectacular in his evening wear instead of his uh, day work wear. Also, I, I like yeah. I like the styling of the Guild mages that we've seen mm-hmm. personally. Just on a, on a side note, I think I think the guild mages look really good. Yeah, yeah. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Guild mage. Rezzers going Rezzers. around again. Doug, what you got? Oh me? Okay. Uh oh man, this is a hard pick because there's two masters here that I absolutely love. So I'll give this, I'll give this to Victoria. Uh, Sebastian Baker, aka Seamus. Yeah, pretty man. <laughs> yeah. I, Pretty evil boy. Uh, this is mostly going off of like mechanics. I like how it's just a complete switch for Seamus, but it yeah, still that works. Cool. So it well still feels like his... Seamus while being like, "I'm not Seamus." Mm. <laughs> I like how he did his hair. It's his hair is nice. He got the swoop. <laughs> <laughs> swoop. 
It's like the Dairy Queen curl. That's actually yeah. why he wears the hat all the other times, is he has the swoop contained it's in the It's too hat. powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he goes to merge somebody's he's like, my eyes are down here, sir. <laughs> the hat is the uh, swoop containment unit. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, that was the, the the close second was Dougie. Dougie Fresh looks really yeah. crazy, and I love that. It's, it's not it's mm-hmm. not even as much the 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 appearance, just slapping on limbs to <laughs> things that probably don't need extra limbs is so cookie. I love it. I love that. Need is a mental image. Word. <laughs> okay. Who's um, oh, who's next? Nate, what you got? Yeah. Um. I mean, tall gremlin. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is at least aesthetics wise, and I mean, I'm going to be playing this with. Either version of Somer. Yep. Because it is big hat, like, and it's what it does is really good. The hat upgrade that it throws on, just the weird trickery it can do. It's it's an interesting piece that I really, really gotta try out with Somer. Just seems really interesting. Besides that, master wise, um McMorning and Von Stuck are kind of tied for me as ones I want to try out. They both seem to have a more kind of interesting play style than the previous version. Especially McMorning, the upgrades, yeah, just stapling shit on. Monsters for fun. Love that. Yeah, I get as much as I don't like the play style. I think Wunschduck probably wins in the in the sculpt department. Assuming That's it looks exactly fair. like his artwork. Well, I think I think this version of Wunschduck is this play style is a lot more fun. It's just the keyword is still really strong. <laughs> yeah, absurdly and strong. Please, no one ever feel the corpse curator against me. That makes me very uncomfortable. I love the corpse curator. <laughs> Just got this <laughs> buffalo bill. How you doing? <laughs> Eli, what you got for the dead fuck me? That fuck me. <laughs> if I can't choose the right white rabbit co, then I would say art wise, probably got to go with McMorning because he just his original scope all good is very like, I'm an evil scientist, meh, which is not how I view the character. He's he's just, like, having a good time. He's not out to hurt anybody. He's just having a good time. And he doesn't care if other people get hurt, because that's just not, that's not important. Mm-hmm. It's not his fault, sure. Yeah, it's whatever. The, the, new, the new McMorning just looks just ecstatic about what he's doing. He just looks, he's, he's, he's just way more fun and it fits the character better for me. And also three hands and a staple gun. Yeah. <laughs> three hands and a staple. What more do you need for McMorning? An extra hand? Four hands? A fourth hand. You'd think you'd put it on his oh, other God. arm, but no. Yeah. Triple hand. Yeah. Well, he, he's, you know, he's, he's dominant with, uh, with his, uh, with his right hand. So he's had a hard time stapling with, his, with the, the left st- hand onto his right arm. Mm-hmm. So that's why he can only get the extra left hand because he Plus can only now, both staple left with hands the are left fighting hand. for the staple gun whenever he gets over there. Yeah. And the one's holding a foot already. Well, and also think about it. I imagine if you find the left arms that no one's, you know, currently using, they are less used than right arms because most people are right handed. So there's there's lower mileage on these left arms. Mileage. Roman, make your picks. Okay. <laughs> so of course, visually White Rabbit Co., I am I am there. I will Tall probably buy gremlin. that box just for that yes. and, and utilize them as something else. So um, so beautiful. As far as things I will I'm looking forward to playing, uh, it's a short list for me because I haven't been doing much in Resers. So Corpse Coward. Curator, because I love my boy McCabe, and that's gonna bring some fun utility to his tool belt. Revo might actually get me to pull out that crew again. Uh, Cause that, that is just weird 
in a, a way they play. And yeah, you just want to play Reva Karis or Res- Resurrectionist ish. <laughs> oh no, Fire Mages! Who would have thought? Or Sonia, Sonia Resurrect? Doesn't matter. Fire Mage Resurrectionist. Yeah. Oh no, you have Fire a fucking Mage. Type. Shut up. Yep. I'm not. I bet she's ginger this. under that under that habit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. She's not. It's a head Doug. cannon. Doug, blue boys. Where we got him? Doug, who's your favorite? <laughs> skipping As if we didn't know. <laughs> skipping the obvious one. Um I mean you're allowed to say it. Yeah, well okay, but like people know my answer, so I want to provide some kind of content. So actually we're gonna save Sandeep. That's fair. Good. Strictly yeah. on appearances. Also, am I am I am I crazy or does the blue section seem kind of small in this? It does. I know it's kind of, of split their, up. Their uh their uh Six, seven, dual eight, faction eight, masters eight. are all shown in the other faction. Yeah. That's part of it. Oh yeah, because May and May and Hoffman aren't in the blue section. But also they're only getting also Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> they're only getting three Marcus, unique yeah. models yeah. in their faction that aren't yep. masters. Yeah. Um but if like I guess playstyle play wise, Raspy probably needed this more than anyone else. Plus they don't okay. have any starter boxes or starter boxes, yeah. which the other three factions we've covered have had. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nate, what you got? I mean, art wise gotta be Deacon. Yeah, yep. fucking Deacon is beautiful. That is a beautiful man. Like the platinum hair, the fucking the fiery book, like the extra ass red cape. I ten out of ten. I love Deacon. Deacon's great. Play wise, I mean, I don't play Arcanist. I, I mean, I have Arcanist. I really would be interested to try the Four Winds Golem just, just to see what it can do on the table in various Arcanist crews. So. That's that's gonna be my answer. I think I think the four winds golem has some weird potential that maybe needs to be unlocked because mm-hmm. a big thing with leap and butterfly jumps is interestingly appealing to me, even if it would be eleven stones that keyword. Yeah, sure. Art wise, I gotta agree that Deacon is just amazing. Uh, mechanically, I'm actually interested in Rasputina. I will be getting her anyway because mm-hmm. she's gonna be with Euripides. Um, and I just join us, Eli. Join us. <laughs> Rob will approve. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll have a, an absolute master of Rasputina to teach me how to how to play her. So true. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say Raspy mechanically is the one who's most interesting to me. Cool. So obviously Colette's the the winner here, but I'm excited about several of them. I think of the ones actually in the blue section, Tony is the one that jumps out at me the most because there's a lot of differences between how this one plays and OG, and it's. I think of all of the Arcanists, she's the one that probably benefits the most of your opponent doesn't know which title you're bringing. Yeah. And I I look forward to that. I'm going to cheat a little bit here and go, the other one I would go for is Marcus, even though he's in the purple section of the book. He's, he's on the border, and, so he still counts. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I am looking forward to Marcus. Uh, that is, I think that play style... I mean, literally in the just, book, he is on the border. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think his playstyle is gonna just fit with me better than original Marcus, which I don't dislike. I just there are other crews I would rather play to do the same things. Neverborn, Doug. Um, I'll leave Titania for someone else. Zoraida, both um, artwork and gameplay excite me the most. Although, oh, like, 
any any like obvious pulls from through the breach also really 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 excite me. Which actually, there's quite a bit in this. There's quite a bit. I was going to say, I'm surprised Klaus wasn't a big big I jump out. Klaus for you. is also yeah. Like Klaus is my close second. Mm-hmm. He's so happy. Look at that man. Thing. He is He's so very happy. dapper and very happy. And I do. Yeah, that's a nice hat too. I bet he shops at White Rabbit Co. <laughs> I believe okay. it. Yeah, that was that was quick for me. Easy, do you think, easy, do you think the red caps get their hats? Vasilisa. <laughs> <laughs> she is a sewer. She she do be sewing. Uh for me it's I mean, it's gotta be the Aramanthian boar. Even Come if on. I Absolutely even if I'm probably not gonna bring this thing a lot with Ulix, I mean I'm excited to have this model and I at least gotta try it out and see what it can uh art wise and so playstyle gorgeous. wise. Uh I will follow up with I am excited, even though she doesn't count. Zoraida and the Kurgan, I am excited about. Um, my one disappointment is I was hoping, even though they were already in Through the Breach, kind of, that Red Caps would be some kind of gremlin neverborn monster fusion. Hmm. Like a, a gremlin with a red cap that was very murderous and like a little more feral, so it'd be a neverborn monster, but... I can see that. I mean, they have, in myth, been... Been goblins, so yeah, exactly. I was I was thinking like a gremlin, but it was a you know it'd be a purple card, it'd be fake keyword, but it'd be a gremlin with like a big fucking knife and metal boots and you the know hat. And- you know, you know what, you know what, Nate? Maybe they take a gremlin and then they stuff it full of stuffing and add one legs. Head cannon accepted. I'm good. There we go. Yeah. Perfect. You're welcome. Yeah, it's not like the puppet keyword needed to get bigger or anything. <laughs> it is. It is now. I believe still the uh, the largest keyword in the game. Yeah, fair. Oh, God. Ex- excluding Dead Man's Hand. Oof. I'm imagining now, like, doing Moth Witch Zoraida and Neverborn with, like, mostly puppet models and then just oh, summoning God. Effigy all the puppet? more puppets. Yes, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Puppets the biggest in the game? Yeah. Yeah. Because, it's it because of the effigies. Because of all the effigies and shit. Okay. It's the main reason. But effigies, yeah. the Korofi, and the mannequins help. Bunraku. Bunraku. They've, they've got... They're all over the fucking place. they little puppet fingers and all the pies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm just imagining yeah, a, a Zoraida swamp hag with puppet, like mostly puppet keyword models, and then summoning more seems pretty spe- seems pretty spicy. Yeah, heck, throw the the widow weaver in there. Summon yeah, that, oh, more, yeah, more. Mm-hmm. Eli, how about you? Uh, I mean, art wise, Titania is hands down just the biggest glow up, and in my opinion, in the whole book. Uh, so she's. She looks amazing in her new sculpt, and I, I, I can't wait for that. Uh, mechanically, that's going to be hard for me to choose, simply because like half of the new masters are yeah better to me. Not better, but more interesting to me. Their their play style fits yours better. Uh, new Titania, new Marcus, new uh, Pandora, and uh, I don't know if new Lucius is necessarily better, but like it's it's. He's one that I'm excited for both forms of him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's so much good new. There's, there's just so much good goodness for Neverborn in this book, and it's it's all exciting. Yeah, uh, for for me, it's uh, it's for both visuals and mechanics. It is Pandora and Dorian just all day. Mm. Listen here, you Pandorian. Yeah, Pandorian. Pandorian. Mm-hmm. Prepare for trouble. And make it double. Jesse and James. Okay. Well, uh, that's that's half goodness, and we're almost up to three hours. We did half a book! We did half three a book. hours! Yeah. Just imagine how long the fluff coverage is going to be. Probably less, honestly. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to keep myself from, like, getting too heavy into the fluff. 
because otherwise I'd go on that entire spiel about how Tatani is a Mary Sue. Um, we'll have to save that for later, but thanks. Uh, go ahead and listen to our next episode. It'll probably be the second half of this. Thank you, and have a good night. And as I always say, fun is always king. Enjoy new books your are always new, king. Enjoy your new titles, folks. This is going to be a great year. Buy the book. Buy the book, you coward. Buy the book, Buy the book you coward. <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Bye. Songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.